whatever. That would have been mean anyway. Not thinking. Oh, uh, yeah. What we're, else is new for me? We're not mean, guys. Let though. us know when, Danny Palm. Oh, yeah. Look at that. Live Ladies chat is live. The show before the show is official. Welcome. Live chat is live. Welcome to the show before the show. The 247 Combat Sports Podcast is back in studio with the good mics. We're no longer back in the Zoom world. I like this look. Ryan, how do you feel about this current podcast studio set? Look at this. I'm, look, I know, I'm Ryan. I'm not impressed by your dude, performance. Look at it. Online. It looks cool, honestly. Dude, I'm not even just saying it's that. Like, it's like the Hunter high ice cream laziness. Um, Is it? the? Does this studio look lazy, everybody watching? Tell me if this studio let's, looks lazy. Let's pan the camera. No, 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 no. <laughs> All that matters is what's on camera. Because okay, that's and what the it's only see. one camera shot. It looks and good. It's, dude, there's three of bro, us on it. There's bro. three of us on it. I love this angle. This I, is, we're going to keep it. For this sure. is awful. We're definitely going to keep it. So thanks for joining the show before the show. It is almost 3 p.m., though, so we're going to get going with the real goods. Obviously, you guys have seen that we're going to be talking about Braunberg 18 and Sprawlenberg 2. Last weekend, we had two stacked fight cards. Jared Billy, come on. Do not encourage. Thank you, Jared. Jared Billy, I'm very disappointed in you. <laughs> I love Jared so much. He's the best. He said on 247 Live, he said, I have to stand up for Hunter and say it looks amazing. It does what? look what? amazing. It's just, oh, it come on. Looks can we amazing. please pan? No. And no, one shot. We dude, we have we have cameras out the wazoo to have different angles Bro. and di we have dude, we have all this equipment so we can change camera angles and all and and you are yeah, okay. It looks great. Did you ever see a professional TV studio? It's all about it's it's like illusion. Like when you see the desk and see oh, how yeah. it looks on TV, but then you see the whole studio you're like how does that end up looking like that? Mm -hmm. All that matters is what makes it here. Baby, and this looks beautiful. Look at it. Don't us. call me baby. I will. <laughs> no. I'll do it again. Sweetie pie. <laughs> the first one. Okay. So I want. I guess it's three. Wow. Since it's three o'clock, it's time for Hunter to say really awesome things about one of our sponsors. Which sponsor should get the first shout out? I guess it has to go to our platinum crew. Sunny, Sunny Days. Days in home care. Which, if you guys watch the live streams, you see a lot of Sunny Days commercials. I love their commercials. Definitely exemplifies who they are. Really captures the spirit of that place, which is huge. I mean, when you're talking about in-home care, you're talking about a very intimate workplace. Like, you cannot have buttholes <laughs> running that place. That's like, an interesting term. Well, I'm trying to curse less, Ryan, for your sake. So, you know, that turned into buttholes. But we talk to CEO John Bennett during intermission at our shows, at, at all Brawl and the Berg shows. And if you guys have ever seen that, I think you get a really good feel for how they are, how much they care about their clients and the people that they serve. That place is literally built on caring, and that's exactly what you would want an in-home care service to be built on. They are awesome. They're genuinely just awesome people who care about what they do. They're very passionate. We're very passionate about what we do in our realm. They're very passionate in the same way in their realm, and it really, really shows in their work. So Sunny Days In Home Care, they are incredible. Dot com. Sunny Days In Home Care dot com. Great check people. them out on social. They got socials as well all over the place. They're 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 such great people. I would even consider them hello people. <laughs> <laughs> nice. There's only actually, oh, Danny. Can you give us one? It's been a while, man. 
Hello, people. Woo! There, Woo! We there we go. Now we're running, baby. Let's go. Yeah, so Sunny Days In Home Care, shout out to our platinum sponsor. Love you guys. Love all you do. Thank you. The fighters also very much appreciate it. And let's talk about, let's jump right into something just kind of random and fun. But I want to hear you guys' match of the night at Sprawl and the Berg 2. What was your match of the night? I'm talking purely entertainment value. What was your favorite match of the night? On Sprawl? Yes, on Sprawl. Um, the, the actual match? It could be anything. You can twist this however you want. I mean, there was a like there was a tension, and there was a a, a what's going to happen um, atmosphere during the Seabert and Teasdale, whatever the the their competition, um, and 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 I think that that made it like. I mean, watching it back, I don't think it was like this action-packed thing. It just wasn't, right? Um, they were both, you know, they both knew the other one was dangerous, and mm -hmm. they were, you know, doing. there were some exciting things that happened during the fight, but the anxiety, the, um, you know, I, I thought it was, and the, the, the fact that they kept slapping each other in the forehead and, like, kind of fun. Uh, yeah. I, it was, that yeah, yeah, was, for sure. there was something different about that one. Yeah, totally agree. Jess Elizabeth's commenting away. Just yeah. uh, hello. Uh, let's talk about buttholes. Um, unreal. <laughs> oh, that was me. Who? That wasn't me though. I don't. Who could it have been, Ryan? That was you. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, so yeah, just so you know, wasn't me yet. Anyone who's on there, I guess it's gonna say me, right? And I should that, type Hunter and Jim deserve raises, so we have it on paper that Ryan Middleton said that. What do you think, Jim? That's not I, paper. I think it's Good in idea. there. Well, counts. I think that holds up in court. I, yeah. Jim, what's your match sprawl match of the night? Well, that was what Ryan said. You would go. With the yeah, same I don't one. know. If, I wouldn't piggyback off it, but um, for me, I'd, I'd love to see that one as a pure wrestling match. Yeah. And see those two go head to head. No doubt. Um, it it just like from start to finish was it was it was for me it was uh, the match of the night, but. Um, I was looking at that one anyways. That's that's one that I thought. Yeah, for but, sure. Yeah, uh, and, and just to add one more thing, um, I did not go back and watch the complete um, match between them two. I, I watched segments of it, but not from start to finish. Mm -hmm. That, if, if there's any way that, I'd love to do something like sending it out to the masses and get some opinions and see what people think because... It was it was a tough one to call. I know there was you know some uh, circumstances surrounding that, but if we take all of like the uh, like the backdrop away and we just look at that match for what it is, yeah, and see what people come up with, I think it would be split down the middle. It's, mm -hmm. it's that close. And if you don't like the decision, this is this isn't well, an knock on. I also think we have to um, we have to everyone that is involved is heavily heavily like we would need some independent people to take a look at the bout not think about the circumstances and and give a an accurate assessment i Ro agree roby roby in the comments said respectfully that was a wrestling match not a grappling match so maybe we already saw the wrestling match jim <laughs> yeah I, I i can't there was there was probably a lot more especially with the head slaps 
you know, and yeah. um, and the the shots, um, taking shots from, you yeah. know, far yeah, out, yeah. like yeah, uh, like Siebert did. But yeah, sure. if, if there's any way we could run that back, so if you guys are listening, you know, come talk to us and maybe we could do something for you. Wouldn't be mad about it. Wouldn't yeah. be mad about. Ferdaz wants a fight in December, Jim. By the way, I'm he just working commented. on it, Bobby. Let's do it, Bobby. Murder action back yeah. in the two four in. In the bigger, newer 247 cage, Bobby yeah, Murda. Yeah, as a reminder to everyone, the bigger, newer 247 cage will be used for the first time in Pittsburgh on December 15th and 16th for, for the events we're having, Woo! which there's a little hint there that there could be something different in the works. Something afoot. Um, and so we have events December 15th and 16th, and they're at the Monroeville Convention Center. So exciting. Um, but yeah, we're all, you know, we're always thinking of different stuff and trying to figure it all out. You know, us silly geese. You silly guys. <laughs> Had to get my Buck Mooney flannel on. Now I, I feel, like it. now I feel ready to talk to the people. Let's go. All right, wait, but how about Sprawlenberg? Chase Boyd versus Jeremy Deckinett. Yeah, I think that would be my pick, honestly. I'm between that one and Sean Kyle versus Dan Stepinski Sage. The, those were the two for me that were the most competitive, even action pack. Like that, those were really good examples of how fun a pure grappling super fight could be. So I loved both of those matchups. A lot of people thought, I heard some people saying they thought Sean won um, against Sage, but. To Sean's credit, I want to put it out in public. Sean told me, like, I didn't think I won that one. So he wasn't surprised, but I did hear some people saying that. There are lots of people that said that. And I think, so here's what we're running into. And I, and I think this is going to happen. And I think there's, there's some things we can do to, to lessen this. But what's happening is, you know, people that are wrestling backgrounds, um, are looking at them as more of a wrestling match, and people with jujitsu backgrounds are looking at it more of a jujitsu, and Facts. it's a combination of both. Like Facts. And so I think we have to – one of the things we've talked about, like we talked about behind the scenes, is making more clearly defined, you know, what are we um, telling – the referees mm -hmm. to look for what are we how are they how are we telling them to weigh the things they're looking for and and making sure we communicate that clearly to the participants and we're learning like we, yeah. we we've had two grappling competitions um mm -hmm. or events and we're gonna have a bunch more and we're gonna have to tweak here and there um especially at the beginning so, guys, we're, we're open to suggestions, but just know that um, we want to get this thing right. Mm -hmm. We want to get this thing to be the best rule set there is and the most with the most, you know, happiness. Now, I will also say this. I will also say I am we, th there are discussions about making the rule set to where, you know, if there is no if it's far from clear who won having some type of sudden death having a tie ha like all of that is on the table we yeah. want to hear what you guys think we want it to be the way the people want it and so <laughs> we're more than willing to uh to try different things and to tweak as we need to for sure i think 
telling the referees that a draw is okay could be a solution, but that leaves a lot of people unsatisfied, the athletes especially, I think. So I don't necessarily love that idea. I don't love... <laughs> I was like, bro, best ventriloquist ever. <laughs> I can't even see his mouth moving at all. I think that EBI rules have some merit, the EBI overtime, but you guys will have to, the athletes have to let me know how you feel about that. I personally don't love it as a spectator because then you get a clear winner, but like you won because you escaped an arm bar faster than me. I don't like that. Does, does that make you a better grappler than me overall? I don't know because the win looks definitive on paper, but really you just escaped a little faster than me. Does that really mean you're better than me? I don't know. I would have a hard I don't know time that, that that means you're better. I think that that you won that time is different than you're better. Yeah, yeah. Or the 1960 Pirates better than the 1960 New York Yankees. That's a great. They, it didn't matter. Yeah. yeah, on that night, or well, those those nights, they got yeah. it done. Roby said, uh, "Guys can coast to make it to overtime." Not a fan, and that's part of it. Part of the reason why we initially said, like, you know, it goes to the judge that we want people trying to submit people. We give a hundred dollar bonus if you submit your opponent. Like, we want that type of action we want people trying to finish it yeah so pat from the commission pat johnson thanks for showing up bro bobby murder both said ebi or adcc rules and then jess elizabeth and sage both said ebi is trash so we're already split yeah. <laughs> we're already split so when, people it, yeah, to when it comes to um the refing this it it's it's subjective it really is it. it comes down to interpretation you know, they like the ref inside the cage, he has a different or she has a different viewpoint than we do sitting outside and watching this. So maybe what we see as aggression inside could could appear to be stalling tactics. And then right. that's something that um, Danny and I were talking about earlier today is how do you really determine if somebody's stalling? Because that's right. it, because one person's moving forward and the other person's going back doesn't mean the person in retreat, so to speak, is stalling. Right. What about a leg lock specialist who match exactly. starts? They go immediately go down to their butt. Yeah. Now, now who's stalling at that point? Yep. Yeah, it's it's deep, guys. I mean, obviously, we, I, let's be honest, we're not the only promotion that has controversy with decisions on grappling like this is obviously an imperfect art in general across the board every promotion that promotes grappling deals with this at times so we'll figure it out and i think you know you can look all the way up to the ufc as i always say every single time there's a ufc event there's one decision on the card that people are like oh my god how could they do that and these are the best judges referees on earth yeah so even then we're talking about a very complex combat sport Sometimes things aren't going to be perfect, but we want to get as close as possible as often as possible. So that's what we're going back to the drawing board to figure out. Um, I, I yeah. absolutely love the feedback. We're getting lots of feedback in the comments. That's awesome. Thank you, guys. Um, Daniel uh, Stepinski said, honestly, as athletes, we didn't know what the criteria was. Ethan Goss said the same in the Facebook comments. I I I think like that was for um, Sprawl on the Berg, like uh, the original one. And we did we did post when we did put it for you guys what the criteria was. Now, it was it super clear what would be weighted and what wouldn't. That's yeah. what we're we're literally trying to work on that. And 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 yeah, yeah this is new to us, and we're, we we want it to be uh, 
we want it to be perfect. Uh, we we're going to need time to get there. And so the, the input you guys are given is critical and awesome. helpful. Yeah. It's super awesome. So I definitely appreciate it. Keep, keep sounding off guys. Carly Joe said she likes first point in overtime wins. Pretty interesting. I kind of like that. I like that. <laughs> Someone just, do you see the comment that I'm laughing about? Savage gentleman fight was the best. Very entertaining. So, all right, let's just get right into that. Let's, yeah, let's, let's get into that because we just talked about, we said something else that made me think that it would be a good segue anyway, and I can't even remember what it was now. But We're here now. You were here now. We're going to talk about Savage Gentleman. Um, obviously. Oh, it was how we appreciate the feedback in the comments. I also appreciate the feedback. Shout out Logan Stout for keeping us honest, and I'm dead serious. Like I appreciate that post because these are the kind of things that we have to have. Like Accountability matters, and if there is a problem, somebody like Logan Stout He's not not invested in the game. He's a very intelligent guy. He's been around this his entire life. He's heavily involved with a giant gym in Pittsburgh. There are so many elements that make his feedback valuable to us. And a lot of times, people will just say these things behind your back, and, and that's how like drama starts in regional MMA and for anybody. So I appreciate the fact that he didn't take that route and instead... Tagged us. Tagged us, brought it right out in light. Like, that's literally awesome. That is going to make us better. And I think you guys can just go back on the post. We're not really going to reiterate it here. But I I replied. Logan and I went back and forth in a very respectful and productive way. And I think we all agree that that match at that event at that time was not the move. We took a risk with that that we knew we were taking. And what it comes down to, guys, is that we wanted – as many eyeballs on this event as possible. We've got, let's just call it, how many grapplers were on that card? 60? I don't know. Around 60. The vast majority of which were hyper-local people training at the local gyms you all know and love. And we wanted as many people to tune into that event because of that. We want people to know who Lucas Jones is, to know who Christian Schaefer is, to know who Jerry Rayburn is, and all their gym... We want that. We want to grow them. So if we can get a match on there that's going to bring eyeballs, that's awesome. That's what we want. And if it's entertaining, as the comment said, he loved that match. It's not everybody's cup of tea, to say the least. And if it makes you guys feel even better, I will let you know straight up, my dad was at home watching the live stream, and as it was happening, he said, Never do that again, son. <laughs> so if you think hearing it from you is bad, I also had to hear it from my dad, all right? So it's bad. We get it. We get it. Now, there are ways that we could have done this to make it better, for sure. One of those ways is by simply promoting a pro wrestling show and well, calling well, it that. Well, That's So just to be clear, there was a level of misunderstanding. Um, just to get that, like... It was very important to me and to us that the action in the cage was all real. There was a level of uh, a clear misunderstanding. I'm not going to point fingers at anybody. All I will tell you is that what our intention was was for the action in the cage to be 100% real. Yeah. Is that what happened? No. That's the, to me, that's the primary 
um, issue is we were not trying in any way, shape, or form to mock grappling or to 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 put any type of negative light or compare the two because one is one thing and the other is another. Mm-hmm. Um, so our intention was never for there to be a wrestling match, a pro wrestling match during sprawl. Right. Right. And so I just wanted to make that clear. Yeah. So that, I mean, we learned that's as simply as quickly as I can put it is that we learned, I promise you, I guarantee you, I sent texts to a lot of coaches and athletes the very day after letting them know, like, just so we're clear, this isn't the direction we're going in with sprawl that, we get it. You guys are right. Like a lot of you are upset and you probably should be. We get it. It's not happening again. That's uh that's where we're at with that. Now the one secondary part moving on from Savage to the main event, I did see some pushback on the main event as well, and that one confuses me a little more. I'll be honest. Granted, Nikki Rod versus three guys is not the super ideal thing. Of course, Nikki Rod versus one guy one on one. But they but 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 to know how that came to be, right. it, like you would have to know right. the circumstances. And so this is part of what we want to share with you so you can understand why we did it and that we didn't have a choice in the matter. Yeah. If we wanted to have someone the stature of Nikki Rod, like this is this is the price, this is where how we had to do it. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. So if we run it all the way back to July, which I think even in the comments on Logan Stout's post, a lot of people were like, wow, Sprawl 1 was so good. This was a big step backwards. So we all agree Sprawl 1 was really cool. One thing that made Sprawl 1 really work for us was Dante Leon versus PJ Barch at the top. Having that world-class level talent in Pittsburgh, that's awesome. Like, we all agree. That's I think we have world-class talent here in Pittsburgh. I just think that it's not as world-recognized. Yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So the idea coming back into this one was let's get another – world-recognized, world-class athlete in the main event. So I literally just slid into Nikki Rod's DMs and was like, hey, man, we uh, we explained who we are, what we're looking for. What, what would it take? Like, what, what do you need to come to Pittsburgh? The number he gave for a super fight... Without, without getting into it... <laughs> yeah, is, without saying ...is it. more than double the amount of tickets... W- we money we sold in tickets for the double what we sold for that whole show with him being there yeah so it 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 it, it never would make sense oh sorry no problem see you later right (laughs) yeah there was zero affording a nicky rod super fight so it was actually nicky rod's idea as well he's like well if that doesn't work what about this and then he's like three guys eight minutes apiece and that's kind of how it came we're like Sounds kind of fun, actually. And now it was a fraction. Right. A, a, a fraction like of a fraction. Yeah. One-sixth one of yeah. what Literally. the original number was. Cody Gamble said in the comments, just real quick, for punishment, you must do you must do a Sunday morning practice at the factory. No, dude. No way. Oh, mm-hmm. God. That's actually really. We've heard about It's those. a great punishment. Yeah. Do I got to do the Stairmaster at the end? <laughs> What's that thing called? Versa Climber at the end of practice? Yeah. So uh, um, we had somebody fill out our fighter form and this was specifically for a sprawl event and in their um, experience I think wrestling experience or something like that 
they answered something like getting pummeled um, on the weekends by the Matt Factory or by may, Isaac's team, something like may that. may have been Jess Elizabeth, I think, actually put that. Getting my ass beat by Isaac Greeley every Sunday or something like that. It was yeah. pretty good. It was pretty good. So, so when this idea came up, our thing is like, yeah, we're going to spend like more money than we really want to spend. And just, just so you know, going forward, like, I think we got out of Dante and, and, um, EJ. And, and I think we, we, the effect is we want to, to get more shine on yes. our event and the fighters here and, and, and the fact that we're having grappling events here. Yeah. I think we accomplished that. And I don't know that we need to do as much of that going forward because I think we, we like, listen, we want the shine to be on Pittsburgh. Like mm -hmm. that's ultimately what we want. And so having those guys using that, um, being able to have a guy like that in here and have exhibition matches that could main event on a national stage and get shine for those guys going up against them. We thought, we thought it was an awesome opportunity for um, the guys that got to participate. Right. And, and if it wasn't, I, I don't know why they participated then. And not, not just that, but also like having Nicky Rod here to do a seminar, having Dante did a seminar at style after his match. I think PJ had one at the Matt factory, like when they're here to also be able to give back with a seminar or something where our local community can engage them in that kind of setting. Like I went to the Nicky Rod seminars, freaking awesome like it was really cool and people of course got to roll with him and j-rod and get pictures afterwards so if we can provide that opportunity of course we want to provide that for the greater good of things like ryan said financially maybe that one didn't make sense and maybe even like dante and pj on a strict money level didn't make sense but the overall effect they had i do believe is worth it for us and for where sprawl is going and i think in december you guys will see where sprawl is going. Like we're going to try something else in December, hopefully. So, not yeah. pro wrestling. Not pro wrestling. It will not <laughs> be pro amateur wrestling. wrestling. Yes, you can make it to the pro stage and you sign a contract if you win. One thing, yeah, yeah dude. <laughs> One thing I do want to stick up for uh, Savage Gentleman on was the fact that out of everybody on that card, he by far promoted it the hardest out of anybody. Like he cared about packing. The he place. sold he, the he most. Got it. He understood like this is a chance to shine and nobody ever wants to hear that promoter talk, but like it, it matters how many tickets you sell matter. Dana White will say it. Scott Coker will say it. It does not matter what level you're at. Selling always matters. We so. can only keep having sprawl events if the participants sell tickets. Yeah. We can only keep doing it if they're, if we don't lose money doing it, like that's the only way. <laughs> yeah, and we right. spend a lot of money on these shows. So J Jess Elizabeth said, yeah, that sounds like me. It was, it was you, Jess. Pretty, what, 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 what that said, oh. getting my ass beat by Isaac Greeley every Sunday. Chase Boyd, Craig Perry, rear naked choke was awesome. Craig, dude, that Craig Perry winning by submission at Braunenberg 18. Unbelievable. What a development for him, for that young man to come in. Everybody knows at least, locally everybody who's watched his fights knows grappling has been his achilles heel and now he's going to start turning it into a weapon that he can use in the cage against another really tough guy logan mitchell who was very impressed that whole team impressed me a lot 
our first time working with more MMA, and I really, really enjoyed it. Really liked what I saw from their guys. And Craig winning by submission, that's that's so cool. Ditto, Glenn, let's throw Glenn in that mix too. Like yeah. very similar where you can just see these guys who started, who debuted with us and now are, you know, four plus fights in with us. Seeing that development from the first one till now, really, really cool, man. I love that. Jared Billy. Yeah, Pittsburgh gyms definitely get a lot of a lot of love as they should as lots they of comments should. here and 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 as we were talking you guys were commenting and then there's some on here um that that i don't i i've lost context, lost context for yeah. because um and and one of them's daniel daniel stepinski saying so y'all got bamboozled i hope you didn't pay them oh that was savage gentleman and garrison creed when we were I talking about you. that so, i wouldn't say uh, bamboozled no. i wouldn't yeah. say bamboozled i mean there's a lot of stuff that happens behind the scenes before we even get to fight night where decisions are made and we think it's it's always going to be for the benefit of the show and putting combat sports scene in Pittsburgh on the map and trying to you know shine the light on the competitors so I, it's it's hard for a fan to see that from their side, what we're doing to try and enhance mm -hmm. the entertainment value. Yep. And we already said that maybe we weren't made aware of everything from start to finish, how that was going to play out. But mm -hmm. we were looking at the overall product and the end result that we were trying to get to. And right. we have people talking about it. Yeah, well, I mean... We tried something that ultimately didn't work, you know? We can watch it all the way up. to UFC had CM Punk fight twice. <laughs> like, people will try things once in a while to try to take if, things to the next level. If we do it again, you then can be really mad. You can be us. super mad if we do that again. If, 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 <laughs> if we learned our lesson the first time, eh, you could be a little bit mad at us. Drew Flincham says, We do an amazing job regardless. My favorite pro Amy fight promo out there. Thank you, Drew. We definitely appreciate that, man, and look forward to hopefully having you back in the near future. I know his team's unavailable for December, but hopefully the next one. Ultimately, what it comes down to is people trust us. <clears throat> yeah. To, to, to put on great shows and, and to do the, do the right thing. And in this instance, we 100% dropped the ball, and we are sorry and we will not do that again. Yes. Well, and and will we drop the ball again? Absolutely. Yeah. We are going <laughs> to do things to to try like we're going to try new things. We're going to some of them are going to be bad, some of them are going to be great and like we'll keep doing the great ones and not do the bad ones and that's yeah. part of being a business and you know, being on the cutting edge is you're going to do things that um you haven't tried before and you're not certain that it'll be successful yeah one thing i guarantee is that we'll never make those decisions flippantly we think about it it's planned like we go into it after having done a lot of research and thinking about it at least sometimes there's things that we don't anticipate i'll be dead serious like i didn't think that other athletes on that card would feel offended by that match happening on that card now looking back Super obvious, right? Now it's obvious to me. Like, oh, yeah, I see. But there were positive yeah. comments. Oh, yeah, for sure. That, so. for sure. For and, sure, for sure. We have to acknowledge that. It and wasn't there was, a total, and there was a large following in the crowd that were there to see that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. 
Ken Oserb, Oxerb, Oserb. I'm sorry, I don't know how to say your name, brother. Ken asked if we have any more events coming up. Yes, December 15th and December 16th at the Monroeville Convention Center. And we will be announcing a lot more details very soon. Brian Kavanaugh, is that Brian Brian Kavanaugh? Says, I I thoroughly enjoyed both shows. Not everything is perfect, but it likely never... Brian Kavanaugh, that, that's a guy that I think he used to... Uh, oh, no, it's Ryan Kavanaugh, that mm. guy that isn't available for December. Or, or ever. Ever, ever. He, he used that to call Yeah, I think he used to call He used to sit cage side, and then he <laughs> became too big for us. Mm, yeah, yeah it, happens. it happens. Brian Kavanaugh. We wish him the best. <laughs> Chase Boyd. Hunter, did you like my surprise for you and Danny Palmett Wayans? Dude, Chase... Chase, Chase was menace, naked, bro. naked. But I think Chase was like five pounds underweight and still got naked to weigh in, like just to do it. <laughs> he's like, uh, I just like being naked. Uh, my guess is he's the probably implant, naked he, listening to this, watching this. He, he, he's really proud of his implant. He paid good money for that implant. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. If it it's like that, you got to get an implant. Indio Dojo commenting. Danilo, what, what's up, dude? He said, bad boys, nice. <laughs> got, we got the bad boys stamp of approval from Danilo. Let's go. So, okay, let's tell the bad boys story. <laughs> go ahead. Okay. I, I want to see how you're going to frame it. Yeah. So, <laughs> so on Indio's posts or, or, or comments on some posts on Danilo Villafort, owner of Indio Dojo, he's a legend. But anyway, um, a lot of times... He would he would put bad boys on the post, and we always saw that and thought like that's kind of weird. Like that's a weird comment. Well, like, you, yeah. bad boys, bad boy. like, <laughs> you bad boys. So we were always like, <laughs> we should tell him. Like, <laughs> like right? maybe it's like, a language I, mix up. I yeah. thought like we should help him out here. Like we yeah, should yeah. tell him. Like, but <laughs> it actually like they're th- so like at Indio like. They'll put on the bad boys, bad boys. What? Then that's a that's, that's their like theme song. Like they'll get fired up. Like that's their hype song, right? That's awesome. So like that's him being hype right there. Yeah, yeah, I love that so much. Eric Schaller, <laughs> what's up, dude? Thank you for the kind words. Says we do an excellent job. Not everything's gonna be perfect, but you take your lumps and move on. Yes, sir. That's uh, Glenn Christner's. Remind me your relation, Eric, if you're listening. If you're still listening, tell me your relation to Glenn Christner. I can't remember Ener- if you're his dad or uncle or what. I yeah. don't know. He's yeah. too busy drinking um <laughs> drinking energy supply energy drinks pre-workout. I love that you guys give people this platform in Pittsburgh. Much respect. Yes, sir. It is our absolute pleasure to do so for real. This is great. Listen, <laughs> I, guys, we aren't we aren't trying to get uh, we're trying to let you know why what happened happened and that there the intention behind it. We're not looking for compliments. We're not like we genuinely try really really hard to do a great job yeah that's it um and we don't want to do like to do things that upset people we don't want to make a mockery of anything that's never our intent if that happens which it did Mm -hmm. it sucks and we're sorry and like but but by no means are we like it's his pap Um, by no means are we looking to um to fish for compliments or anything like that. Like we, as a matter of fact, we probably enjoy critical feedback more than we do because we want to, we want to be better. We don't, we're not the pat yourself on the back kind of guys. We're like, and these guys are used to it because we'll be, we'll have a great show two days later. I'm like, let's work on all the crap. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We, uh, I just Mm -hmm. said this earlier today. It's funny. If somebody, 
could be a fly on a wall in our debriefing meetings, they would they would definitely laugh. It sounds like every show we should just we should just cancel everything. <laughs> we should just stop. Like no matter what ha- no matter how good it was. What do you always- mean after every show? <laughs> During yeah. before nah, on the way I'm, to weigh ins the night hey, before. Listen, yeah. listen guys, if 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 th- these guys think it's like uh just flip the guys. We could do a lot of things better, and, and, and a lot of that's preventable. And so, like, let's work towards doing that. And Which, by the way, is the right way to be, in my opinion. I'm not, I'm for sure not mad. I'm, I actually love that that's our culture, that we keep wanting to push forward and do better next time. And that's, you know, ultimately how Sprawl 2 came to be the card that Sprawl 2 was. Top to bottom, that card was more stacked, I thought. Do, for do, sure. Hey, guys, do we want to talk about what we're brainstorming on? Yes, I, I All right, say let's we, talk we, about we bring it up. Okay, so, so Breaking Decem- news. December 15th and 16th, there's a lot of brainstorming going on as to what we're going to do with these shows. I'm going to slowly – I'm going to do this, but, like – you need to make sure everyone is watching this right now because this is some breaking news. So text your friends, text your relatives, and Hunter is going to talk about our next sponsor that he wants to brag about. And then when we Ooh. get back, we're going to talk about December 15th and 16th. This is all still brainstorming, but we're going to let you guys in on it um, to do, to do Pretty that. Wild. So talk about the next Go sponsor. Go Green, Windows and Construction. What's up, Russ Green, Larissa Green. If you guys ever come to our events, you've probably seen Russ and Larissa and the whole Go Green crew just having the absolute time of their lives. Windows and Construction out of Lower Burl. If you're in that area or just in the Pittsburgh area in general and you need windows, you have to call Russ Green and Go Green, Windows and Construction. How good are they exactly? So good that Ryan uses them to install for 247 roofing. Oh, it's true. If Ryan, listen, Ryan. It's darn true. Ryan will not associate with something that he does not actually believe is helping him and his business. When it comes to his business world, we just talked about it when it came to like MMA and matching and everything. If it doesn't make sense, he's not going to do it. He's just flat out not going to do it. So the fact that he not only Go Green Windows and Construction sponsors us, but Ryan personally uses them for his other business, 247 Roofing, that's, in my opinion, the biggest stamp of approval we could possibly give. He quite literally puts his money where his mouth is with Go Green Windows and Construction. So Russ, the whole crew there, I mean, if you guys are at especially the Matt Factory, Russ is super close to a lot of those athletes. You guys know him well. But if you're not from the Matt Factory, highly recommend Russ Green and Go Green Windows and construction they're the best absolutely love those two well love russ and his wife as well which I, when i talk about them I, i'm so talking funny. about the them collectively um <laughs> larissa is a firecracker oh my gosh she had a blown out acl and was still there fire cracker hustleton says russ green is the man he is correct yes he is the man Nico, Nico, real quick, I'm going to try to summarize Nico's comment here. It's, it's kind of long. Nico Rigoli, congrats on the win, dude. I know that like that match meant a lot to Nico. Nico had gone through a lot <laughs> leading up to that match. And I laugh not because it's funny, but I laugh because of the roller coaster that we all know Nico went through. Like it, it was genuinely ridiculous. So Nico got in there, put on a show, beat Hunter Gerber. That was, that was a great match for him. I know that meant a lot. He liked the Nicky Rod, uh, format that's cool um pro wrestling obviously nico's super involved in pro wrestling as well he's given a lot of uh 
Nico's given a lot of feedback in the comments on Facebook. If you guys want to read through that, it's it's a good post. I we unfortunately don't have time for me to read all that. But <laughs> Sorry, you know Nico. what we do have time for? We have time to talk now about sprawl. Mm. And are you going to say it? Brawl. Those two shows. And I'm saying Sprawl okay. in the Berg and Brawl in the Berg. We have time. Okay. Something else so we just to preface all of this, there was no talk amongst the four of us here that we were gonna give you a sneak peek into uh, what we this were working was spontaneous. On. This is, yeah, Why not? Spontaneous by Ryan. Hey, listen, we want to hear your guys' feedback. So it's really important that you don't stop giving feedback now. As a matter of fact, you should tell your uh, text people because. What we're trying to do, what we're what we're discussing as a team is do we combine these two events? So we have back to back nights, sprawl in the berg and brawl in the berg, and we've done that twice. And we have this third one. And like you, during the Serb Pennsylvania yeah. Commission era, it wasn't it wasn't he wouldn't entertain that. He wouldn't entertain do combining the two and having a you know mixed card a mixed card. But now, but they're going to be separate because, um, like, all of the grappling will be first, and then the and then the MMA will be second. But we have that flexibility now, so we're thinking about having sprawl and brawl and sprawl and brawl two on back to back nights, and we're thinking about the sprawl part being tournament style. Wop 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 wop. So we're currently discussing how that would look. And right now, again, let's be extremely clear on this. None of this is finalized at all. Not even We close. are still brainstorming this. So if you guys want to give some feedback, that's awesome. We would love to hear it. The idea being, shout out Danilo again. Danilo had this idea a long time ago. It's not exactly Danilo's idea, but it's close. Danilo wanted to do something called King, King of the Berg for a King long of the Berg. time. When it was... All the coaches, so like Danilo, Isaac, Warren, Stout, Lou, Sonny Achilles, um, they all put in an amount of money, a large amount of money. He, he wanted to do it 10,000 winner take all. 10,000, yeah. 10,000 winner take all. All the coaches per team. compete. Per team. Per, I thought that's what it was, yeah, right? Per Each team. coach puts in 10 grand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 10, yeah. 10 and then the winner takes 80 or whatever it ends up being. Whatever, however many there are, they would take it all. So that was Danilo's idea, King of the Berg. And we love that idea and we love kind of stripping it down a little differently. So right now, what we're thinking is an eight man tournament and an eight woman tournament, two different brackets on Friday, men and women. King of the Berg, and just like to totally hypothetical once again, it could be like Alex Hudick, Jake Lowry, Cody Gamble, Chris Passarello, Jarek Fry, like that kind of 185 to 230 pound male black belt level grapplers, right? And then that's your eight man bracket. You have any rank. We we were gonna go correct with any, any rank, rank but any like rank, you think you like, can take anybody? It's kind of it's guy. open, right? Open as long as long as you're willing to do it. Yeah, and then. On Friday, there would be two matches, and then on Saturday would be the finals. So Saturday would crown the actual winners of the bracket. Friday would be like the first two rounds to get to the finals. Okay, so Yao Martinez said, I've gone to a mixed event before, and one sport killed the other and took away from the BJJ athletes. 
feedback we so i think with the tournament style that changes things yeah i think a tournament helps it and i also think correct me if i'm wrong joel because i don't think i've ever actually been to one that morgantown card that had did i totally butcher his name no would you say jowl I don't know. Joel. Now, now that no. you said his yeah. name, I think I totally butchered. It's it. right. I apologize. It's right. I suck. You said Joel. You said Yao. The I'm just saying, J Mark. J Mark. Yeah. The, wow. Wow. Martinez. Wow. We oh, did yeah, have Wow another, Martinez. Yeah, we have Wow also. So if if you could, um, maybe add a little to that comment, to you know, to explain what you mean where. It took away one took away from the other. Was it mixed as in BJJ, then MMA, then MMA, then BJJ mixed like that, or you know, straight yeah, grappling it, then MMA? Yeah, if you could clarify that, um, because what what we were initially brain again, complete brainstorming. What we're initially thinking is having is having it be one event and have the grappling bouts be first. And have it be like the first two, um, the first two or three bouts or uh, rounds of the tournament on day one, mm -hmm. and having MMA bouts after that, and then day two on Saturday have the finals and maybe the semifinals of the tournament and the B the MMA events after that. Again, brainstorming. Don't execution. Not sure about yeah, yeah. all those details, but this uh, we 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 will love yeah. the feedback. Yeah. So it would be that. That's where I was going to go with the mixed idea. It it is a mixed card, but all the grappling would be first, and then it would end with MMA. Um, he said it was. He said he loves grappling, but it was hard to watch after nine people getting knocked out in a row. So like that wouldn't happen in this context. Yeah, it would be the opposite. Right. So. And, and and like think about that. Think if you think this setup would would change that. Would that be better? Would it? Um, you know, we, we don't want to do something that's dumb or foolish or not going to be what you guys what the fighters want. So yeah, yeah. yeah on the on the belt rank, it's just kind of like it doesn't make it, it. I don't care as much about belt rank at all. We all know. I mean, perfect example. Nicky Rod's a brown belt. <laughs> it's like, no, he's not a brown belt. He's a world-class black belt level. Cody Gamble's a blue belt. He hangs easily with black belts. Like, well, not easy. I'm sure it's not easy, Cody. Don't hurt me. Hurt but, him. Hurt him. <laughs> he said it's easy. But, yeah, it's like I'm not as concerned about that. The weight is, of course, an issue. Like, Sage Stepinski, well, perfect example. I'm sure... Sage would love to be a part of it. Sage versus Jake Lowry, Cody Gamble. It might not make much sense for Sage. I don't know. Maybe it does make sense for Sage. I don't want to speak for him. But well, and 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 maybe so. Maybe we have a lower bracket. Yeah, it's at a different at another event, day. and that's that's um, where we're at right now. Yeah. So this first one would be kind of like the big boys in Pittsburgh. Winner the, takes all. The big boys of the bird. So it would not be an $80,000 grand prize, but like just to get you guys' juices going, the number that we're kicking around is like a $5,000 grand prize. Pretty good for winning a grappling tournament. Take home five grand. Like not a bad day. Plus one of our belts. Like we, we actually have belts that are we designated. had ordered designated grappling belts. So we've had them and like weren't sure really what to do with them yet. But I think this is a really good idea. And then the women's bracket, same deal. Like, preliminary matchups on friday finals on saturday 
Now, one stipulation is that you have to train primarily in Pittsburgh. I don't know if we said that already or not, but like, for instance, Dante, Great, greater Pittsburgh area. Yeah, like Dante Leone's not going to be able to enter our tournament for that. For that specific thing. Like, I can't come back and do Sasha Reynolds. I'm sorry. I'm sure, like, you just heard me say that. We're like, oh, I could win that. <laughs> like, I'm sorry you all would be able to qualify. Like, this is a Pittsburgh specifically, as Danilo said, King of the Berg idea. So I want to keep that hyper local and really, really show off the local gyms with that one. So that's what we got. I don't know how you guys feel about a bracket tournament. I want to do it. I, I freaking love the idea. Um, the thought we had, um, so I just went onto YouTube for the, f like, just reading some things here. Um, Hoot's your daddy. <laughs> we got to talk about Hoot. Yeah. Um, D Daniel said, would tickets, would tickets bought be for both days? Um, it would be two separate events. So, we are not going to charge these ridiculous ticket prices and have it all be encompassing, but we, but we will give um, a, a a discount if you buy. We'll have a package where you for can sure. buy for both. That's the again nothing in stone. That's the initial thoughts for sure. Stepinski said, "Yeah, if you want to see me get ragdolled, make me face Cody Gamble. That's a real pro wrestling match." <laughs> Bout agreements coming Let's out. Go. Yeah, Jim's actually sending them right now. Siebert says it's a fire idea, so I appreciate the feedback, Siebert. I definitely. So yeah, I mean, the idea would be maybe as as we go and build upon it. Like this one will start, and it's kind of the bigger guys, some of the names that I already mentioned, and then we'll do one at another date that's like the smaller guys. And, then, and maybe even like if these are successful, guys, we could have three different groupings. For we sure, could ha like this could turn into a, a you know doing one of these a year for every grouping. Yeah, um, there's a lot of potential here. That's Roby with an excellent point in the Facebook comments. He said, "So no super fights then," and I'm glad you said that because we forgot to mention mm. the super fights would go on saturday so we would have obviously if there's only finals on saturday that's only two grappling matchups on saturday so we would then add super fights with guys who primarily have shown that they're reliable on previous sprawls and can sell tickets and get people excited that's kind of like we want like a really stacked smaller sprawl super fight card on saturday to join the uh finals of the brackets and then mma fights obviously that's so let's let's candid. talk about some of the ideas that we had for who gets selected. Who gets who? Who gets Did you selected? Say, hoot, 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 hoot. <laughs> <laughs> that got so that, Yeah, so that fast. was that was pretty daunting for uh, the incoming Dude, opponent. And I mean, I honestly, when that was happening, I'm looking at his opponent. And I'm like. He's literally like, what crazy. did I get myself into? Yeah. That was crazy. Hoot brings a freaking crowd, dude. Yeah, he and does. Love dude, him. it was, I mean, that was fun. That he's, was so much fun. He's so fun. Yeah, dude. Hoot's, yeah. Hoot's, and shout out. He's Trapper. a real hoot. Hey, in the, in the midst of all this, Trapper Harris dropped Hoot real early. Dude. Right. He stung him. Oh, like, he stung like, him. Boom. Yeah, yeah. Like, first he, thing. He definitely stung him. Trapper. Trapper. Did that happen twice in a row? Did who get? I feel like who got quickly stunned in another fight. I think Walters got him for like, sure. Like almost on the break. Yeah, like like Hoot said against Walters at one point, he was like, "Where am I again?" Like he yeah. literally got dinged. Yeah, 
hey man, you step in that cage, <laughs> anything can happen. Anything can happen. We know it. We know it. So Nico says there's a chance I could face John Moxley on December 16th instead of the 15th. Technically, yes, that's what I mean, would happen. Th- there's a process that has to occur, and that <laughs> includes like coach approvals and you know people wanting to travel from Cincinnati that aren't going to get paid much. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Seabert said, "Big Hoot fan can't lie." With a little owl emoji, that's that's nice. Hoot. Who, I like it. Who do, I mean, it's hard not to like Hoot and Trapper. I mean, it, it's like the atmosphere created by it's Hoot. Awesome. It's so awesome. It's awesome, dude. You know Especially what it remi- Well, you know what it reminds me of is is Jake mm-hmm. when Lowry, Lowry, yeah. So his MMA. Did bots, we expect man, that? We did not expect that for Jake. No, not not it, to the like to the level it was that was completely unexpected and that was for somebody coming in was that tony charles yeah it was tony charles Mm -hmm. coming in from california Mm -hmm. where you're coming in basically by yourself you have a coach and that's it and then you have the whole arena chanting your opponent's name pretty crazy and and so some backstory to charles lowry like this it's fun telling stories especially so there have been um, a number of fights that have happened in the 247 cage that there was a ridiculous amount of uh, ad- adver- adversity to make that fight happen. I just talked about this with my wife yesterday. As oh, a matter of fact, we had one. <laughs> we had one. We had one this weekend. Oh my God. There, you want to tell the story? Well, eventually. Finish yours first. Okay. So we'll, Tony yeah. Charles at. <laughs> And actually, the more I think about it, Jake Lowry, we're, we're all super happy that that fight happened, but Jake Lowry may not, like, sh- probably shouldn't. That fight should have never happened. So he's from California. We booked the fight. He's um, he's coming to Pittsburgh. His physical, he, he went to a doctor, got a physical. Kaiser and- Permanente. And they, and they well, I don't nice. know what that means, is it? That's, That's very, like, Kaiser, UPMC, like right? Like UPMC, oh, yeah. Hi, Mark. So, like, they did not send – they did – Tatanka? Tom Kaiser, Tom Kaiser Permanente. Permanente. Okay, so they did not Hi, send yeah, – yeah, yeah. They did not – oh, stop. They did not send the results of the physical, and so we had no physical. So the fight was, like, up in jeopardy, and finally – he's there and the do- ringside doctor like he can't give the physical but he told uh charles told the doctor who his doctor was in california and in front of the commissioner serb at the time serb says like the doctor's like oh i'm friends with him i know that doctor and literally called the doctor up and like because they knew each other like was serb was like okay fine that's so nuts. But we, so we, never we still never, we still have, to this day, we don't have a physical. For yeah. I went back to Tony Charles. like three, four months later and said, did you ever get that physical? I'm just curious if you ever, and he said, no, they never sent it to him. So yeah, don't expect that to ever happen again. But yeah. 
somehow that fight happened. Jermaine Moy's fight. I'm sure many of you have heard that story, but if you haven't, like, it was on the Isaac we'll podcast for sure when yeah. Isaac was in. Check out yeah. the Isaac podcast. That's a well watched podcast. And then we'll tell you this quick story. We uh, um, we'll have a podcast where we talk about fights that should have never happened, and then fights that didn't happen. Yeah. Yeah, and the, and the Goss's fight. Goss's that's the one I was going to talk about just just this weekend. No, but Goss's oh. fight um, against who was that against? Barbarina. Yeah, Barbarina yeah. oh should have never yes. happened. Yeah, so he had wow. he had COVID yep. Yep. reportedly, but yeah, no, no, he had a positive COVID test and the fight was off, yeah. but we didn't tell anybody Goss yeah. in case like. Because they were going to we run gonna another one. Running another Was it a test. false positive? And we didn't want his mental state to fall, you know, to to fall off. So we kept him in the dark. But <laughs> they literally came back with a a negative test, and then they made now him take one another and one. one, and it was another negative test. Yeah. Crazy. And it still involved a phone call to Greg Serb yeah. after that yep. third test to have him um, say okay. Yeah, yep. but he then had. So like that that was a call coming back from Serb after he talked to the head of the medical review board right. to get the final decision. Then Serb called back and said it's on. Yep, the winner by unanimous decision, negative test. So that dude, Ethan. Now that you mentioned, I totally forgot about that. Richard so, Roby taking a shot, a big shot here. I'm just I'm just gonna say on Facebook. Whoa! <laughs> Only two Ethans that matter: Ethan Kenny and Ethan Hate. Oh my goodness, poor Ethan Goss. Wow. I don't know if there's history there. I mean, I like Ethan Kenny and Ethan Hayes, too, but there's... I like them all. (laughs) There's room for three Ethan. I think they all matter. Um, Ethan Goss's fight this past weekend against Solo Hatley was... I I still kind of can't believe we pulled that off, to be honest. So, Mm -hmm. in the state of Pennsylvania, all pro fighters need to submit an eye exam along with their physical blood work, all that stuff. The eye exam has to be performed by an ophthalmologist, which is different than an optometrist. It's like a special, very specialized eye doctor. Do we understand why that is the case? Absolutely not. Well, we do, but we don't. Right. We know that it's the rule. We know that going in. We stress to fighters every time, every pro fighter comes in. By the way, please make sure it's an ophthalmologist, not an optometrist, because it will get denied. Says it at the top of the form. Says it right on the form. And not only is it on the form, but like we also emphasize that in our own. So, (laughs) Solo submits his eye exam on Monday, Tuesday of fight week, and it's an optometrist that did it. So we're like, that's it. Like, there's, you can't, if anybody knows, Getting an eye, getting seen by an ophthalmologist, you don't just walk in like it's a Med Express. Like they are extremely booked. It'd be like you need a a neurosurgeon on short notice. Like you can't. It's a very specialized individual that's just tough. You d- you don't just get in. So <laughs> we got that news. We tried to convince first off the PA commission, like, hey, like look at this guy's credentials. He and it was, it was a super legit optometrist. The eye exam was legit. Solo's eyes were fine. It just wasn't done by the kind of person that the state needed it to be done by. And that's fair. I mean, we knew that going in. So now our mission on like Tuesday. So we so we lose Patton's opponent on Sunday night. Yeah. Start working on that Monday morning. That is our co-main event. It is in jeopardy. We find opponent, doesn't work out. Find opponent, doesn't work. Like that happens over and over again. 
officially lose that. That fight is off the card on Wednesday afternoon. Mm-hmm. Yep. Tuesday morning, we find out. Or was it morning we found out about? Maybe not even because I'm feeling like the rush for the eye exam happened once Patton was done. I feel like it was more like Wednesday that yeah, we I really think it was Wednesday. Yeah. yeah. So Wednesday is like uh, uh oh, <laughs> like we. This is going to be a problem. Our co-main yeah. event is like in jeopardy. Our main event is now in jeopardy. There's blood work issue too that I didn't tell you two about. Maybe some oh of you two caught it. I don't know if Danny saw it. Yeah, um, but his Hep B was not the Hep. Oh, oh we, yeah, I we did got see that, that early in I the did week. See though. that? Yeah, but yeah, I, I was. Yeah. So that was a uh, yeah. So Jim was. You had already told me when when we're heading into fight week. I usually call Jim early in the week and say like. How how's everything like? Where what 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 are the concerns, right? And he said uh, every bout is seems good except for and I the said, main event. Yeah, yeah. And I said what what? And he's like the the paperwork, like the physical, like I I, Jim's, I don't feel great. He's done it enough at this point that he has a really good feel for when he needs to be concerned about paperwork. And then, sure enough, this eye exam happens. So it's Wednesday. I'm going to say it's Wednesday, and I think that's accurate. Nico, it is so stressful. I'm yeah. just telling you right now, dude. The, the, if you love stress, get into the MMA business, dude. It is like there's nothing like it. Unbelievable. Fight week is absolute. It used to be every fight week. I would tell people, like literally, ever like the people that are around me, I'm not doing this again. Like I'm yeah. not doing it again. I mean, I don't say that anymore unless it's like once in every other fight week now. Yeah, okay, <laughs> yeah. I, I feel better about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So sure. I've comp, but every uh, like every during that week, you think like this is insane. Yeah, I heard from a competitor. I think it was the first time he's like. That was the most stressed I've ever seen you. I was like, bro, that was the most stressed I've ever been in my life. Literally, like quite literally, I think that was the most stressed I've ever been in my life. Just with everything, the the lift of sprawl, like adding the back to back, it Dude, adds I, it more than doubles I the work. Literally, to- so we're early in. Oh no, it was on thir- It was on Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesday. No, no it was I, Thursday. I it was, yeah, it was Thursday. Yeah. I said to these guys. Just so you know, tomorrow's going to be the worst day of our lives. And they're like, both of you guys were like, what what do you mean? What do you mean? And I was like, guys, we're weighing, we have, like, the amount of work we have tomorrow is crazy. Here's the other thing. Every show prior to this one, we have set up the cage and all that stuff the day before any action happened. 88 weigh-ins roughly at least 80 yes. to weigh so in. nuts so we so nuts. so thursday was but we did it complete cage shout setup out. shout out thursday was complete cage high setup. five to danny air five <laughs> complete um event event <laughs> weigh-ins weigh-ins for an entire sprawl card and weigh-ins for an entire like it it was nuts it was friday was hell yeah it was but both of you two, and I said this to you afterwards, like they were both like, Jim was like, I was like, Jim, I, I need you to be at the, at the thing early. He's like, oh, I'm like, I got like things to do. And I'm like, dude, no, 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 no. there's yeah. no things to do in the morning. Like we have to be there early because they've got so much work. 
And I think I will say so much. the reason that I didn't react more was simply that like I I'm not the most organized guy. This was the most organized I've ever been for events. And I was like, I'm not, I can't stress anymore. Like literally if I stress about it, I'm just stressing to stress. Like I've done what I can do and I'm going to do what I can do. That is literally the best I can do. So instead of being like, wow, this is going to be miserable. I was like, stick to the plan. Like check mark, check mark, check mark. Let's do this. Cause it is what it is. Like at on Thursday, we can't change anything. So I, I felt like my ducks were in a row. And for the most part, like like we said, we got through it. Of course, some things still fell through the cracks. And I'm whatnot. not stressed about it now. Right. <laughs> right. I, like I still it am took talking a week. about it. It took a week. All right. So back to well, solo. Maybe though, I am because still a little. Yeah. Back to this s- is definitely sprawl and brawl. dragging solo. <laughs> this is definitely dragging oh, yes. on with uh, solo's eye exam. So literally Wednesday, we have to. Okay. Here's the other element. Solo is flying in from Arkansas. And he's too late. He's oh. get yes. He's getting. There are so many elements to the story. It's, it's crazy. MMA weigh-ins are Friday at three p.m. Solo's plane lands at two ten p.m. So literally, literally scheduled to land. Just, Me and Jim are tracking down flights. Yes, we are watch literally watching live radar to follow his flight. So literally, just to get Solo two weigh-ins on time was gonna be dicey. Getting from Pitt International to the Hollywood Casino at the Meadows in fifty minutes. And, and Who you do know, we shout out for that? Dude, less than fifty. That's minutes. That's no problem. Let's so, add a. Let's add an eye exam. Let's add an eye exam. So I was thankful. Shout out, biggest shout out, Derek Gianta. Not only wrapping hands, being cut man at our events, he hooked up the ophthalmologist appointment. I reached out to him and Michael McSorley because two very reputable and awesome boxing promoters that we have good relationships with. I thought maybe they would have a hookup for us on that level. And McSorley does, but his guy was out of town. So I was like... Oh my God! Like, of course, of course, you do have a guy, but he's not here this particular time. Yeah, of course, that would have made it too easy. Yeah, that reference came from Ed Kunkel. Yeah, yeah. Here's the other thing I think we need to do. If Ed you, Kunkel, the new commissioner, right. if if you are an ophthalmologist or or know an ophthalmologist, <laughs> yeah, we want to become best friends with you. Yes, we will need you again. Yes, so we just need to, like, if you like MMA and you're an ophthalmologist, please be friends with us because we love you. (laughs) Yes. So Gianta's ophthalmologist. Meanwhile, I'm sitting, I'm at home, my wife's there, and I'm literally, she can attest, I've called probably 20 ophthalmologists. And they're all, and I'm being as charming as possible. Oh, it would really just help us out. Like we have a really big show. I understand this is very late notice and you're very busy. If he could see him just for 10 or 15 minutes, he already has the exam done. He's, his eyes are fine. We just need an ophthalmologist to sign off on it. That kind of thing. Not working with anybody. No, I'm sorry. We're booked until January. It's like ridiculous dates. I'm like, okay, this isn't happening. Derek Gionta, so clutch, came through. And even that office that I called initially was like, we know Derek. We we definitely do know Derek and would love to help you, but there's just no way the doctor. And then by the end, I had finally gotten her to be like, let me talk to the doctor and see. I'm like, okay, okay, a glimmer, a glimmer. She calls me back like 15 minutes later and is like, the doctor can see him at 2.30 <laughs> on Friday. And I'm like, let's we'll take, take it. it. Take yeah, it. That's <laughs> it. We're in. Knowing full well, well, really, yeah. no, there's no well. chance that yeah. we will be there. Zero percent chance he's going to be there with a flight landing at two ten by ten thirty. But yeah, that sounds great. Please put him in. So we knew he was going to be late, and dude, 
Dylan Cole, our intern, our video guy. I talked to him that night, and this was Thursday night. Like, we didn't even know until the very night before that we were going to pull this off. And even then, we weren't sure we were going to pull this off. I told Dylan, like, dude, I got an important mission for you, and I cannot stress enough how not kidding I am right now. This is the most important mission mm -hmm. you've had since you started working for us and just broke everything down. I need you to get Solo at the airport. He lands at 210. Be there at 145 in case the plan lands in case the plane lands early. Please be and there. And it did. And the, it the did. plane did land early. That doesn't mean we, <laughs> that doesn't mean our, our time frame changed right. any. Right. Like seven minutes early. So yeah. we're talking two oh three. This was literally like a Grand Theft Auto mission. Like you could see the objectives as he like like get solo at the airport. Get solo to the eye doctor. Convince the eye doctor to still see him. Bring him to weigh-ins. Make weight. Like you could just see the objectives getting crossed still off. Still had and, to face and, final. And boss. I know you. You. You let him know, like, hey, dude, like, because Dylan is uh, is is a college student. He's graduating, and he he would love to be in the MMA scene. Yeah. So yeah. I know there was some. There was some prodding with you like, hey, Ryan will be really impressed <laughs> oh, if you make dude. this happen. And rightly so. Like, this was a crazy ass. So Dylan I, and I told him, I'm like, dude, as soon as you get solo, I want you to call the eye doctor. Because the eye doctor was in is like an hour from the airport with no traffic. And this is 2.10 p.m. on a Friday. There's traffic. So I'm like, you're going to have to call the eye doctor and just say, hey, we got him. We're running a little behind. Please hold the spot. Like, I'm like, you're going to have to sweet talk them and let them know. Like, you're going to be late, but I need you to still see us. He called, and after he was done with that call, he was like, that was one of the most stressful calls I've ever made in my life, but they said they'll see him at 3.15. And he's like, we can get there by 3.15. I'm like, let's go. Let's go. So he gets in. Eye exam apparently goes perfectly fine because we didn't hear anything about that till it was over and it was good. But Solo didn't get to weigh-ins till, what, 5.15 probably? And weigh-ins started at 3? <laughs> like He's very late. Mm -hmm. so not the latest weigh-ins Not the latest, had. but pretty late. So shout out to the commission. We had a next commission. day weigh-in. Yeah. Yeah. So he makes weight, thankfully. Makes weight. Eye exam gets approved. And obviously we had our main event. But that was everything that went into that. On the busiest week of our lives... Let's just add this on top of it. <laughs> yeah, we, we had the weight issue also. There were some uh, difficulties on on Hatley's part um, leading into that that weekend. I mean, should we just talk about that? Why, sure. Why that was a lightweight title fight? Yeah. I, people in the know figured that out right yes. away. Yes. Like it's not a secret, really. So that was supposed to be a featherweight defense of Ethan Goss's title. We got to about uh, Monday. Um, of fight week, and we got a, met, a call from Hatley's coach, and he basically said, um, to paraphrase, he was he's sick over the weekend. He's feeling better now, but it has put a stunt in his weight cut, and there's literally no way he'll make 145. He's going to be somewhere between 150 and 155. So that's not what we want to hear for a title At, fight. Right after we lose our co-main co -main also. So yeah. like we needed to keep the steam on the card. And the only like silver well, it, line. It was there. actually Ethan's decision. Suggestion. Yeah, exactly. It started off as a joke. He he initially said, well, I'll fight for the uh, for the lightweight belt. I'll, I'll fight for the 155 belt. 
And he, when he called us back, he said, this is the deal. Yeah. Yeah. I'll do it, but it's got to be a lightweight title fight. Now, that here, was the first time really was, that I'd heard him that serious. Here, yeah. here was my dilemma with that. So my dilemma was I, I didn't want to reward someone with a title fight yeah, for missing that weight. didn't yeah. make weight. So sure. I, my, my issue with that was giving Solo, and I have nothing against Solo, but like if you don't make weight, that r- ruins our title fight. Yeah. Um, and so my issue with that was giving the, giving the title shot to Solo and mm-hmm. lightweight. And basically, Ethan said, listen, like, I feel better than I've ever felt. I'm on point. Like, I'm like, he's not walking away with the belt. Yeah. And so I said, because I don't, I like in my heart of hearts, there's zero percent chance that I'm rescheduling about for a different weight and making it so only one person could win the belt. Right. It had to be, it had to be a true title fight. That, Real consequences, it, yeah. If yeah. if he if if he weighs in and doesn't make weight, and and Ethan still decides to take the fight, then he he doesn't have a chance to win the featherweight title. But I'm not going to switch it mm-hmm. early in the week and make it so that Hatley cannot win the title. Right. Yeah. So that was whenever you say I looked more stressed than ever at weigh-ins for Sprawl at noon on Friday. That's why we didn't know if we had a main event or not. We were in the middle of double weigh-ins event. The cage setup did not go smooth Friday. We had a brand new catwalk, and that presented some problems for the setup crew. There was there was a lot, guys. Yeah, there, there was, was a lot. <laughs> there was a, definitely a lot. Yeah. That'll be as I mean, honestly, that'll be as bad as it'll ever be. Yeah, for sure. Um, but when th- when Thursday rolled around, I was like, I don't think these guys crazy. know what tomorrow is going to be like. I'm crazy. Yeah, and then like like we said, the unseen things. We get a new catwalk, and our uh, <laughs> our setup team has our cage numbered, so they know how to put it together. So it's like part three goes with part three, two goes with two, whatever. The cage guys painted over. Our well, they numbers. were supposed to. <laughs> oh, they knew that. No, no, no. They were supposed to paint like repaint our stuff to make it look nice. But they didn't put the numbers back on. No, but no one told me. Like we need those numbers. Oh, okay. So like so I didn't, didn't know. know. Okay. I didn't instruct them to do anything. I just instructed them to paint it. Yeah. Luke Martin says weigh-ins were pretty interesting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, we should let Luke chime in on that. Yeah. Lucas. I mean, Luke can chime. I mean, obviously, Tanner Cahill missed weight, and that bout got canceled by the state. Just to be extremely clear, both. Tanner and Lucas and Stout, they still wanted to fight each other and were still willing to fight each other. That bout got shut down because of the state of Pennsylvania. Well, and, that, and, and that got because that Tanner, bout, yeah. that got bout cut not because of the state of Pennsylvania, it's because a fighter didn't make weight. Sure. Yes. Um, but there was too much of a gap between two fighters, their weigh in weights. And so the state was like we're not allowing there to be that big of a gap. Yeah, that was and, it. And that that's what it comes down to. And that was that, as they say. So And and there were two Tanners scheduled for a brawl. Mm. And neither Tanner fought I because Tanner I Bond wasn't even pulled oh my God. during warm-ups. His arm came out of his his shoulder came out of the socket for the second time in two scheduled bouts. Yeah. So I go backstage 
a lot during the fights just to congratulate fighters, winners, console losers, just tell everybody we appreciate them, which we really do. And I go back at one point and Tanner Bound shoulder is just hanging out. He's like, I just dislocated my shoulder. I'm like, first off, are you serious right now, dude? Like, what were you doing? I guess he was wrestling like super hard in warmups for some reason, which live and learn. Debut amateur, don't do that. Don't go full speed in warmups. Don't do that. So we're going around, the commission's back there, the doctor's back there, and like they're giving him the chance to get it back in place. <laughs> and I go back. I Wasn't go, it Danilo that yeah. put it in place? So I go back, and obviously Isaac Greeley, Danilo are there. There's two great guys to take care of this. Danilo's got him on the ground, and it looks like, like kind of like he has him in an arm bar almost. Like he's like kind of pulling on his on his shoulder and resetting it. And you just hear Tanner at one point be like, "Whoa, whoa!" And he stands up and starts like, "Oh, I feel great." He's like throwing punches. I'm good. I'm good. And I I don't know exactly what caused it, but the commission just didn't let it happen anyway. They're like, "Now nah, we just we saw what happened. Like we're not gonna let this happen." Which fair. That's very fair. And. Danilo's like, yeah, he needs to get that shoulder checked for sure. Like, something's wrong there. That wasn't just pop in and yeah. out of place kind of thing. So, Tanner, get your shoulder fixed. That was super unfortunate. Joe Al was going for two fights in, in a week, which I always think is really cool. So, he was looking forward to that matchup. They won it in December. Um, we'll see about that. I would, I think, I'm not going to do your job, Jim, but I would imagine we'll get Joe Al somebody else in December. Lucas Martin has a fight scheduled in Erie, I think. Yeah. Is that what I see that yeah. right? So yeah. he finally will get his debut. He, I know he's had um, quite a few uh, swing and misses at making his debut. So uh, fingers crossed, everyone, cross your fingers, knock on wood for Lucas to get his debut um, coming up in, I don't know, the next couple of weeks or something. Yeah. yeah. How about Tanner in general as a name being so not, – not cursed. I get Tanner Hall did compete. He lost to Dalton Rasta, but Tanner's had a rough weekend. Tanner's had a rough brawl. Yeah, a real rough brawl. Real brawl, rough brawl. Brawl 18 was rough for Wasn't Tanner's. Wasn't good for Tanner's. I mean, no no competition. No. Yeah, no competing. Yeah, good yeah. point. So that was certainly not ideal, but we get through it. Like, dude, uh, of all things, like, that was one of the minor. <laughs> yeah, <problems>. so. <laughs> like, that was one of the minor. Yeah, things. somebody's. Arm popping out of their shoulder was the minor. It was like just oh, so wow. you know this 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 was a lot for for one weekend, but this kind this is the kind of stuff every show yeah. happens every single stuff show. Like this. Luke Martin says I'll grapple Tanner at Sprawl in December though. Interesting. I don't well, hate that idea. You, you'd at all. have to go Sprawl and Brawl. Sprawl and Brawl at Sprawl and Brawl two. And ta- Taylor immediately accepts. Well, that would have to be. Saturday night for the Super Fight. Well, yeah. We, well, uh, we, we don't could know have that. A, yeah. We could have, we could always potentially have a Super Fight sure. or two on the on, on the, the first. Just one. depends on how. It, yeah. Depends on how it shakes out. Luke Martin said any weight. There we go. Open weight. Luke Martin versus Tanner Cahill yeah, in December. Let's go. Then they don't have to weigh in. I mean, at all. In in don't all honesty, I, I I I would like to see that as as a brawl. As a fist fight. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I like that too. I think that's where it really belongs after after all that. Yeah, yeah. Because I think there's a chance, like we would warn the referee, like every single break, like yes. like jump in there. Yes. Like, yes. So on that note, <laughs> let's talk about we we discussed the uh, Savage Gentleman match. Let's discuss 
the other point of major contention from Sprawl with Gavin and Lucas, which we talked about on their teams in the post-match everything. I think we do need to button that up. We learned, first off, that we need better security at Sprawl shows, for sure. We never in a million years thought that a grappling show would, would have get that, that much testy. Yeah. yeah, would get that testy, would go that crazy, and it just snowballed. It's happens in crowd i mean it's literally crowd riot mentality i think what i've learned is when there's like when you're bringing out of town guys in like there's no history there's no like Mm -hmm. but when there's emotions and history and all that like i think we have to button up especially like knowing like when two gyms that have have a history like we need to be on point with that yeah and two alpha competitors like that that know that they're some of the best in the area and they've been talking leading up and there's backstory, there's history, there's this and that. In retrospect, for sure, I could see that one coming. <laughs> now, now it makes a lot of sense. But we did hear some things that were alarming and that was that some people felt legitimately unsafe. Not like, ah, we're razzing each other and it sucks kind of thing, but like legitimately unsafe in the crowd. So we don't want that that we have to put our foot down on that. And we're already discussing how to make, make sure that never happens again. Yeah. It starts no, with us. Nobody in, in the crowd will, you know, you're, you're, you cannot threaten the life of people, right? You cannot do like period end of story. I don't care what the emotions are like that crosses the line and going forward, we will have enough people there that you will be gone. Right. Right. Exactly. Nico wants uh, Luke Martin versus Tanner Cahill combat jujitsu meet in the middle. Uh, that's sanctioned, so that that would involve the state commission again. It's not. Um, it's not sanctioned in PA yet. Combat oh, it's just literally not, not legal at all. I don't know that it yet. will be. That's so. Why is MMA? Well, why are they cool with MMA? It could. It could change. Well, you know, well, there's the new sh- new sheriff right? in town. Yeah. It's still less dangerous than MMA. Jiu-jitsu. That's weird. Anyway, yeah, I like that idea, Nico. To be honest. Well, I think yeah. Teasdale and Siebert almost turned into combat jiu-jitsu at the end. Yeah, I mean, there was like, see, that's what I don't, and 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 for all the grappling people that have been in this for a long time, like, like the when when those two were were smack, like literally smacking each other in the head. Yeah, yeah. Like, is that normal? Is that okay? In jujitsu, like it wasn't like wrestling where you're pushing off. Right, right. It was an actual like slap. Slaps. Yeah, yeah. And it wasn't like they were decent. Jab slaps. Yeah, they were decent. Sure. So my question, and you can answer in the comments, is should that be called? Mm. Should that be a warning? And a and yeah. a and you know, I, I don't know. I I know I know the wrestling I know wrestling scene and like there's a lot of head pushing like mm-hmm, that, but mm-hmm. it's not like an actual impact. Smack. Yeah. Yes. Okay, so... Je- Jess Elizabeth said, combat jujitsu is legal. It's called having a really hard collar tie. Yeah. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> Roby said in IBJJF, you would be DQ'd for slapping like that. Okay, so so you're saying that e- like whoever did that first would be d- disqualified in IBJJF? I believe that's what he's saying, yes. So how do you judge what's hard enough to DQ? And that's the whole, like, figuring that out. Yeah. 
Well, there's no points, so they can't do a point loss. But maybe that's I don't I don't know. Maybe we have to. Damian Anderson from B team knocks somebody out with that. Whoa! Yeah, I gotta see that. That's wild. Yeah, Prob- so probably too hard if you're knocking somebody out with it. So when I was watching it live cage oh. side, I I was like, okay, that's the happening. ref's not doing yeah. anything. What 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 is that like? Yeah, we got to yeah. figure this out. And and guys, I appreciate your your. Let us know. Keep thinking about ideas. Keep thinking about, um, you know, what what we can do to make the most out of grappling, what we can do to make the most out of, you know, all of this stuff. We want to we want this to flourish and succeed and, and be, you know, top level and be, you know, attractive to everyone who yeah, would want to be involved. For sure. And, so, and keep putting those matchups together for me. I appreciate <laughs> yeah, that. For it's sure. going to make my job a little easier. So the Damian Anderson match was combat jiu-jitsu where he knocked somebody out. So that makes a lot more sense. A lot more sense. I got you now. I got you. That's fun. So the one thing I want to um, – since we're talking about this, it's an easy segue into the, the next topic that I want to talk about, and that is like controversies with the, uh, the refing and the decisions called for sprawl. When we go to brawl, like we have control over that, not necessarily the decision. We have control over who the criteria, yeah. the the who we choose, who we choose to referee. Like, and that's the other thing. Like, if you know someone, what what we really want to do with with our refs is we want to make sure that they're not biased. Like. Right. That they're they're independent of anyone competing, and that's hard. And so, Super if you have here. people that you know of that like are black belts that are not like that would be a good rep, like let us know. We're all, sure. we're all ears. We want to make this as 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 fair and as impartial and as widely accepted as as possible. Yes. And, and not everyone's going to like every decision. We don't want half the people to think that we're committing a crime by mm-hmm. having a decision a certain way. Yeah, so we had Justin Michael and Renee Sousa at the first one, and they were both 10th Planet guys. Just to exemplify this point, they were both from 10th Planet. And PJ Barch, 10th Planet as well, versus Dante Leone in the main event. So we had Mike Wilkins stand in as a third judge if it goes to a decision because it's obviously we don't want two 10th Planet guys determining if a 10th Planet guy won or not. <laughs> like, we saw that coming at Sprawl 2. So we learned, you know, at the first one, we're like, this could be an issue, but we handled it well at the first one. So we kind of we invited Justin Michael back because we thought he did a good job at the first one. And being 10th Planet affiliated, there's no major 10th Planet right in Pittsburgh. So he can unbiased ref most of the matchups for us and then we had aj from armazani because there weren't a lot of armazani guys on the card either and aj has experience refing super fights so we thought we had a good team and it's not that they didn't do a good job i think they did a phenomenal job but we learned a valuable lesson in how the bias could extend and maybe look a little deeper or look like yeah Yeah, exactly like they they had competed against people on the card before and that was the issue so seth donovan um commented judges are biased great um promotion and venue though so seth what i would suggest that you do because this is this is your state like you live in the state of pennsylvania the pennsylvania athletic commission assigns the judges for mma 
if you if you think that the judges scorecard was bad like they're pennsylvania judges like the the your state assigns them so if i were you i would write to the commission you can get their email on on the commission's website just google it and um like let them know that you felt that it was unfair we can provide them with footage all of those things but it's your state like you if you want to fight in in your home state like you're always going to have to deal with that so yeah like it's just not like i don't think there was a bias i think if you felt it was scored incorrectly like that's what needs to be addressed mm -hmm. it's tough man it's a really tough job i think until you've tried to judge a fight yourself you don't realize how hard those close decisions are of course there's fights where it's very obvious who's winning yeah no doubt but in like ethan kenny versus seth donovan perfect example super close fight i was sitting you know i'll we're on the podcast this is this is full disclosure time ryan i was sitting with greg rudolph that fight and at the end of the fight i said i think seth probably 2-1 got that one in my opinion but it's close. And I even said that to Graham, like, but it's close. Like, I'm not going to be surprised which way this one goes. And sure enough, like, Kenny got it 2-1. And I was like, well, there you go. Like, that's tough, man. Like, this is a very, very tough job. Yeah. And you're eventually going to maybe pick the wrong guy. Seth, and I said the same thing. Like, I watched it back, and I said, yeah, I, I, I think if I was judging this, I would have it 2-1. Yep. That's Russ Green says, you know what they say. Don't leave it to the judges. Finish or KO, and then, yeah. I mean, yeah. that is the ideal situation. However, I do understand from the athlete's perspective, like, you're trying to get you the finish want, the whole time, yeah, and you, you want a you fair want decision. You want yeah. a fair decision, and I, and, and I don't necessarily think – I don't want to think it's bias. I, I, I want to believe that it's just – they saw it differently. Yeah. Um, I don't I don't see a consistent behavior or pattern that tells me bias. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, no one wants to no one wants to feel like you want to fight and you lose. I can genuinely say, like that, that being a perfect example, that there's been times where I was surprised with the decision, but I've never seen a decision in MMA for us that I've been like what is like that's a robbery a robbery like robbery is a different level yeah of i think we use robbery it's like, way overused like yeah close fights there's no robbery it's yeah. just not true if it's very close it's it's just a difference in opinion or criteria or whatever yeah rock like no there's i've seen i've never seen a robbery in a 247 cage yeah i've seen decisions i didn't agree with and i would have went the other way robbery is so yeah. like overused. it is it's super overused seth donovan says let me win this title in erie on november 22nd i'll come back and fight for y'all again that sounds great dude. dude we, we, i loved working with you and think you're a phenomenal fighter and I, hell i just said it i thought you won too but i'm not a judge and we close. also we both, we both we yeah. both agreed and we thought it was so close that we didn't necessarily agree with thinking it's a robbery Right, exactly. Sir, yeah, it was 1 million percent, not a robbery. But close fight, two really good fighters that I think both of you guys are going to have very bright futures if you stay the path. Like, the talent level of both of you, having that as a novice amateur mm -hmm. bout, pretty special. Like, those are two guys that can easily make noise as pros. Yeah, so, hold, hold your head hot, man. Yeah. Like, the hunger that you get from a loss, you cannot 
you you cannot replicate with a win. Yep. Like yep. it it really like it can get you can use it to motivate you and have you t- take that loss that you don't agree with as a as an amateur that when it's all said and done doesn't really matter and yep. use that to like motivate you and you know reinvigorate you. Sometimes you get you get you get complacent, you win, you know, you win 3 in a row, you think it like Use this to yeah. like really catapult your your um, drive and motivation, and you know, yeah, you may, you may think you you don't need that, but you do. You also like may have had you got that win. Yeah. I don't know. Like, use it as a positive instead yeah. of a negative. And I'll tell you what, man. Like, you don't even don't need to hear it from us. Hear it from guys. Literally, it's kind of crazy. Two guys that just competed at Sprawl Two, Dalton Rasta, Steve Mowry. They're both top five Bellator fighters in their respective divisions. They both just lost their first fights as pros. And what both of them told us individually, it's going to be the best thing that ever happened to me. It's eating at Dalton. Like you can just tell Dalton's like, he literally told us straight up. He's like, I'm a different guy at practice now. Like I'm (laughs) not feeling that again. And Steve, same thing. He's like, I do not want to feel that again. Like in a way, I'm glad that I just got that out of the way because that's definitely going to unlock the new level for me. So yeah, yeah, Seth, that would 1,000% be my advice on that. And that's not coming from me. That's coming from top-level professional fighters that are also feeling that. So, yeah, man, just stay the course because you're super talented, and there's no doubt about that. Um, just Jess is um, Jess said that she clubbed someone so hard last week in practice that they fell over. What, what were you doing, Jess? <laughs> Jess, were you hitting? Jess, were you going to play nicely? Band practice or jujitsu? <laughs> who who was that? Someone nice, yeah. Call this is this is the same. See, um, their context. I'm just reading these comments now. This is the same organization that automatically penalizes you for not being Brazilian. IBJJF. Okay. Yeah. So what I'm getting, so what I'm gathering from this is that. Jiu-jitsu scoring in jujitsu is very hard no matter yes. who's doing it. Let, let's let's um we're gonna get all kind of feedback and some of it is going to contradict other we still want it but like there's a lot of i wish it was an olympic sport because then we could just say we're gonna use olympic rules yeah yeah um there's no get there. right or wrong answers i mean that's why i said it like yeah. hopefully it does at some point That'd be awesome um but until it does, we're going to tweak things. We're going to try to make it as acceptable, widely acceptable for everyone, but we're going to have to tweak and mm-hmm. as we go. The first sprawl, we had someone get knocked out from a slam, and we since then we've made those slams not a part of yeah. what's allowable. Yep. Um, so... Uh, you know, we're going to make tweaks. We're going to, we we want it to be awesome for you guys. Period. Yep. End of story. So Devin Heinel just tuned in. He competed on that card. Shout out, Devin. Thanks for getting in there, dude. I'm glad you had a good time. He said awesome event. He wanted to know our thoughts on Siebert versus Teasdale. So definitely rewind. We did talk about it already, but I'm assuming you mean our thoughts on that decision. And I'll like, again, full disclosure I, podcast. I, we, we will, we will tell yeah, you exactly. We'll tell you. I thought Gavin won. I was very surprised whenever they raised Lucas's hand. That said, once again, Seth Donovan and Ethan Kenny, it wasn't that much of a blowout that I was like, that was a super robbery. Like that was a crazy rob. It wasn't like, it was a relatively inactive match in general. So watching it live. Yeah. 
watching it live without like intentionally trying to score it, right? Right. I thought this is either one's this is either one, it could go either way. Yeah. Like that's what I thought watching live. When I went back and watched it, I thought slight win by Gavin. Yeah. Like I, yeah. I if if I had the opportunity to sit down and watch it as I'm and and, and watch it as a judge, yeah, I would have given the nod to Gavin. However, Siebert's cartwheel off the duck under was, was one of the sickest things I've ever seen. Yeah, it was it was, it was pretty so it was good. pretty sweet. It was so good. Yeah, I mean, run that one back a hundred times and they probably each win fifty times. I don't know, dude. Like they're both savages. I'm how I feel about it in general, I'm honored that that matchup happened in our cage. That's how I feel about it. Did I think Gavin won? Like Ryan said, if I was scoring, yes, I would have picked Gavin. But AJ, I would actually, I need to get AJ's opinion on that. I should have asked him. I should have asked him like what specifically he was looking at that made him choose Siebert because I don't, he's not unintelligent. He's not making rash decisions. Like I'm sure he has reasons and I should hear them. So AJ, I'll reach out to you. And we'll yeah. figure that out. We'll so that also, with what you just said, that also there was a long conversation between the two yeah, 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 during that, that, that So that was a long conversation. So it, so it was not clear. Like there was, I need to get another opinion on this because that's no, how close I, it was. I, I think they always, unless it's like a finish or extremely clear, they they talk. Right. Well, that's that's where I was going. That you can't you know sit there and say. Total robbery. This person no, should have won, yeah. or that person yeah. should have won. That the ref in the cage said, "You know what? I'm, I'm going to go and talk with somebody. This is close. Let's yeah. let's come up with something. So what we think is appropriate. That was the type of of bout as as um, unsatisfying as it would be to for for us to say it's a it's an it's inconclusive. It's a draw." Like if there's no reasonable solution for an overtime or anything like that, like I would be okay with that being a draw. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, totally. only because I don't think there was someone who deserved to lose mm-hmm. or win. <laughs> and I think more importantly is deserved to lose. Yeah. Um. So I think that's, that's the hard part. I will say if, I had to make the case for Siebert. It would center around the fact that he was by far the aggressor and pushing forward more. And yes. that mattered in our criteria. As we described sprawl rules, like we look for aggression and the pursuit of the finish and things like that. So Gavin definitely had the takedown. Siebert definitely had the majority of the aggression on the feet, which is where how, most of it took place. And, and I know there was the takedown in, in how long. I, I think he popped right back up. Not long. Yeah, yeah so I... So in my opinion, like a takedown without any control is less than a takedown with control. Yeah. Like just in general, I think, you know, in wrestling, you get two points regardless, but mm-hmm. you but you lose a point for the escape. Like not lose a point, but your opponent gets a point for the escape. So to me, that was like a one instead of a two. I don't know. It, it, it is what it is. It's 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 a difficult it's we're going to work through that. Yeah. So people in the comments are even saying it now. I'm seeing that Lucas was more aggressive with subs and pushed the pace more, which is what matters in submission. So, yeah, it's it's literally a matter of are we scoring the takedown as 
points or are we scoring it as an overall submission grappling match? This is exactly what we need to hammer out and make extremely clear moving forward. I, I, I think we can make it as extremely clear as possible, but I think that that's the whole, if anyone was like, we're not the first people that care that are doing grappling and there, there's not any universal, like this is what everyone thinks. Yeah. Right. Right. So we'll figure it out, and heck, maybe by the end of taking all this feedback, we'll have a rule set that other people will adopt and be like, wow, they actually they figured something out there that really works for it. That's, that would be a great solution. Because clearly, we have a lot of people commenting, but we don't have any clear-cut answers still. We have yeah. a lot of ideas, Yep. but yeah, so clearly it just doesn't exist, and that's up to us to figure out. Um, Devin now saying, was that the most heated match in Sprawl history? Absolutely. There's, I can't even think. What's Sprawl, this? of course. Sprawl, yeah, 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 yeah. Sprawl. Yeah, I mean, the the whole after match, which, again, we talked about. Yeah, that was. That Other was, than when Isaac and Gray, like, oh, they physical afterwards. Isaac, I, so what a disrespectful guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the other one was, uh, was that Tanner and uh, who who did who was messing around after the pro after that? Oh, Jarek and Steve Mowry. Yeah, 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 Jarek yeah and dude, Mowry. that was super oh, fun. Yeah. That was super fun. Shout out those guys for taking the tone of the room and understanding, like, okay, guys, let's cool this down. Yep, it's fun. Yep. We're having fun. That was a very pro move. I, I very much appreciated that. And that was a sick match. Yeah. Dude, Jarek. <laughs> Danny Palm was there. Jarek weighed in with uh, about 30 pounds of a backpack on just, just, <laughs> just to, to make it close. somewhat close, and it still wasn't close. Yeah, the size disadvantage there for him was pretty hilarious. Did he get finished after the decision with uh, Stinger? He did, yeah. yeah that's okay. actually, if you go on the Tapology. Stunner, you mean. The Stunner, the stunner. that's what, yeah, the Stunner. Stinger. Yeah, stunner. stinger. <laughs> and I was just like, yeah, because I don't know pro wrestling. Stunner, yeah, sure, yeah. Stinger. It was a Stinger. If you go on tap out tapology, that's Tap-a- actually tapology. It's actually the result. Stunner. Steve Mowry wins by <laughs> Steve, Stunner. Stunner. The like Steve Mowry Stinner. Stunner. <laughs> and Savage won by Sleeper Hold. Yeah. <laughs> yes. 100%. Rear naked sleeper hold. Sasha Reynolds says we could do a three judge panel. Yes. I love that as a potential solution. And I even like the idea. This is pretty silly, but I think it's fun, right? Hear me out. We print out little face cutouts of everybody and the judge holds up the face of the person that they think they won and then you can pan the camera to the judges hold it up whose face is it two out of three Bro, let's make more work because yeah. this wasn't enough hey once we get the cutouts like we're good to go oh yeah just like everything else hunter yo shout out by the way since she commented sasha reynolds because what little savage she is such a savage twice now we've gotten to work with her and her family and her team, and they are awesome. And she did work at Sprawl 1. She did work at Sprawl 2. She gave up 15 pounds in that match, I want to say, 15 or 20 pounds, and never blinked an eye and just said, I want it anyway. And Jess Elizabeth, after that match, was like, I was very surprised how strong she was. Like, I thought I would have a very, like a clear strength advantage, but I think she's still 16, 16 or 17. She's just- wiry just wrecking house and she is definitely part of that next wave that she sticks to it man so you're gonna definitely know about sasha reynolds i caught her on the way out they like didn't stick around at all i was like oh you aren't gonna stick around at all and she's like oh we had enough of that last weekend or i guess they were at the same place as (laughs) as uh 
as uh, the other people. The other people. Yeah. Oh, why? Why is my brain? <laughs> my uh, seriously, my brain doesn't function. Oh, by the way, people, listen. I'm 46 years old. As I've gotten older and older and older, not as old as him, but older. For some reason, I have a habitual, really bad problem with remembering to zip up my zipper. I walk <laughs> Did around. Did you do it again? That's not where I thought oh, I was on, going. Come on, I seriously. walk around with my zipper down more often than I walk around with it up. I catch myself. If my shirt's not long, like it's zipped up right now. If you ever see me walking around with my zipper down, just know I'm an old man. Do we have an HR department, Jimothy? We we need one. Yeah. <laughs> what is that? Is that is that a human resources issue? Yeah, dude. Yes. I, I feel. go. I go to the bathroom. I button back up. <laughs> just forget. And I the just zip. the zipper like it's not even there. I don't that's, know why. I'm, that's crazy. I never did that when I was younger. It's Danny's fault. You need old man pants. Clearly, Danny's. So fault. I need. That's either Velcro like, zipper. There you go. I'm gonna make. Yeah. A Vel- I'm gonna make an old man Velcro zipper. <laughs> Every so time. you don't even have to do anything. You just bring the top that's together, perfect. and Velcro. And it sticks. Every what? time you sit, you'll hear. <laughs> like here it's separated. Another place with, with those other people. ADCC trials. Yeah. Yeah, so shout out. I was talking to uh, Sasha's dad, Boomer, and he was saying about that as well when they were there uh, with Dante and Max Hansen and that whole crew. And they were, CC trials. Yeah, I didn't no remember, big deal. I, I didn't remember where she said. That's so funny. She just said. That place. No, she said where trials. we had enough last weekend. Mm. And so I didn't know where last weekend oh, I was. Got I got you. Yeah. They were, uh, they were talking good about us. So we definitely appreciate that and appreciate the endorsement. I know that that goes a long way in the community. I'm positive that when we started cage grappling with Sprawl 1, some grapplers were asking some fighters, how is 247 as an organization? Should I compete for them? We know PJ Barch was asking people, for instance. So the fact that our reputation is such that when people ask, we get a good referral means a lot. So we want to keep that up and we want to keep as ryan said earlier raising that bar for people to where when people ask they're like bro you have to like seriously they're the best that's what we want to be we want to be the best so thank you sasha and everybody else who puts in a good word for us despite some roadblocks for sure on this last one which we've discussed in full um What's I feel like we didn't talk about brawn the berg 18 might be a vitamin deficiency for brain cognition uh, my certainly. zipper thing, and then he said, leads to forgetfulness like zipping your pants. Vitamin Z. <laughs> yeah. Vitamin Zippa. All right. He, so, would, he would know too. He's a dietitian. So nice. So I'm I'm what you're saying is I need you're more dumb. You need vitamins. You're dumb. You're dumb. You're dumb. Is it just like I don't know. It's so weird. It's so weird that. I catch and I and I know it and I'm like, okay, I won't do this anymore. And then next thing I know, my zipper's down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Danny's over there rolling his eyes. Like, Danny, you don't even wear clothes with zippers, so just stop. You That's can't leave a zipper jogger, down. Jogger. Hashtag jogger. Jogger. I love it. I'd rather have no zipper than my zipper down. So let's, I want to shift gears before we wrap this thing up. We've been going almost two hours already. Braun the Berg 18, we didn't talk about a whole lot, but for everything we've said about Friday, 
excuse me. Saturday was smooth sailing. Dude. Saturday was Saturday. Saturday was sick. Other than like losing Tanner a fight day of, yeah. yeah, and the fight day weird. before, yeah. like the fights were great. Jim did another great job of matching. You know, I think that you know there are fights that end up happening that are short or like debuts that you know we don't know what to expect. But like you look at our cards and Jim, like bro, yeah. You get so lucky. I, oh, wait. I oh, agree. Wait. No, but I've seen other cards in other places where there is obviously people that have no business against people that have, I mean, we've had, we've had one of those recently, but that's like a regular thing. Whereas, yeah. Yeah. and I look at the, the, the coolest part I think of, of everything is when we have a local debut versus a local debut, the level that those guys are at Unreal. is so high for an amateur debut. Dude. It makes me proud of the work that Isaac and Kama, and I'm including all of the staffs and Mike and Will, and, and all of these teams are doing the work that they're doing. And now we have like even more gyms getting involved, like more MMA and, yeah. Yeah. and, and, just seeing the level that that we're starting out at unreal it's it's so sick max jarrell and jason rogers kicked off brawl in the berg 18 and perfect example local versus more mma versus stout that was one of the highest level debut amateur fights to kick off i think actually since i've been involved i'm pretty sure it is the highest level like they both looked phenomenal mm -hmm. they looked amazing max we heard a lot about Max coming in. I expected him to look great. More MMA we don't we never worked with before, so I wasn't sure how it was going to be. Dude, Jason was more than game. Looked very good, very comfortable. We said it after the bout. Very unfortunate that more MMA went 0 for 4 on the night because in a different world where they're fighting blue corners that we usually bring in, they go 4 and 0. Like their fighters look yeah. great. Their fighters look so great and I would I would be devastated if they were discouraged by that night because of the 0 for 4, because it wasn't that. They fought savages. They fought stout. You know what I mean? Like, they went up against stout. They went up against these real heavy hitters in the game and weren't losing terribly. They were more than holding their own and putting up competitive fights. Like, they're super close to being right there also. Yeah. And I was very impressed. Yeah, I, I just think overall you, you we have it really good. And I'm – and I. I'm not even like Gorilla House and there's everyone. Yeah. I mean, really... Indio like Danilo and Indio moving. So they weren't really available. They're moving location. So that's why like only Hoot was available for either car. Who? Hoot. 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 Hoot's your daddy. <laughs> so like India, the level of Indio we know Dude, about to like it, throw them in the mix. It and is they were so ridiculous. It's nuts. It's crazy. Lucas Jones says in the shop. <laughs> oh, yeah. Dude, like the talent around here, we said it whenever we started the podcast and we were having these kind of conversations. We talked about how Western PA, Pittsburgh area is like the next hub of combat sports. Like, why not? The talent's here. If you guys go watch BitB18 and Sprawl in the Berg 2, you're starting to see it more clear than ever. Like the, the level of talent from debut amateurs all the way up to our pros insanity mm -hmm. 
Lucas Jones, part of that group, by the way, that is definitely the next breed, says that Chase Boyd stinks. <laughs> is that Chase, accurate? Chase, is he going to respond? Chase is many things, and I never remember him being stinky, though. I don't know that I would tag him. But he, he also spelled Boyd without the E, which is apparently the way it's done now. Apparently, apparently you can leave names off of or, or you can ease off names. of names yeah apparently <laughs> apparently so been on live tv okay before. okay so big shout out um jared billy has Dude. my back says there's nothing wrong with occasional fly issue just wanted nice. to point that out and say thank you jared nice. i appreciate your kindness not everyone's as kind as you are real that's nice that is nice of you, Jared, to make him feel better. How I do. Old's, how old's Jared? Not sure. Not sure. Can't even guess, to be honest. There. Say, I want to shout out Sage real quick because I think he completed the trio of commenting on Facebook, YouTube, and Two Four Seven Live. So oh, nice good job. way to do good job, it. Sage. That's how it's done. Black belt level yeah. <laughs> commenting there, dude. For sure. You're a combat. You're a social media warrior. Combat comment black belt. For real. Video editing Black Belt, too. Dude, that Power Rangers video he made for Stoutly. <laughs> it was so good. It was so funny. I Who? loved it. Sage. Who? 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 So, BitB18, we had the fights we already talked about. We started the podcast by me asking what you thought the best match at Sprawl 2 was. What do you think the best fight at BitB18 was? So, so for me, it was uh, a- action-packed. It was like from, it was rock'em, sock'em. And it was, there's, it involved more that, MMA. Yeah. And that was Mike Rattani yeah. and uh, Dimitri Tursich. Yeah. Good pick. It, it was, it was just constant, constant action. And a perfect example of more MMA losing a fight, but should feel 0% bad about it. Incredible fight. Literally, one of the, you could go either way. He got caught got on the ground mike took his back choked him like dude it's gonna happen once in a while in mma but dimitri looked fantastic got that dog in him got that you can't teach Mm -hmm. that i love it dude i loved that fight i thought mike was fantastic and that was our first time working with that gym too pa combat sports out there will he come back with his zipper down taking bets now ladies and gentlemen comment we went to the bathroom Will he? Yeah. It should be fresh enough on his mind, but he's 46. We will update you on that. So we'll see. Mike Rattani, working with PA Combat Sports for the first time as well. Super impressed with them, with him. His post-fight interview was fantastic. He was a bundle. We had, shout out, Josh at Big Rigs. If you guys have never had Big Rigs Barbecue in Monroeville, you have to do that ASAP. Josh came out to the fights, the owner of Big Rigs, and that was his first time at one of our shows or at a MMA show at all. And right after the Rattani fight, he was like, that's my favorite fight of the night so far. He's like, I love that guy. So he put on a show, everything about that fight, from the fight itself to the post-fight theatrics, post-fight speech, nailed it, guys. You two, Dimitri and Mike, nailed it all the way through. Could not have asked for a better fight than that. Ryan, is your fly down? It was (laughs) just moments ago, but I think it's, it's up. Nice. See, I assumed it was up, just like I would assume every other time. Right. But a lot of times it's not. 
Mike Rotani in the comments. We didn't even know he was here, and he said thank you guys for that. So there you go. See, we weren't just talking good about you because we thought you were here. That was that was genuine. Genuine. Yeah. You earned that, brother. That was a hell, that was a ridiculous fight. I loved it so much. So, so l let me ask you guys this: Have you guys watched Brawl back again? The whole bit. thing. Not straight not the whole thing. Not I've straight. watched. Okay, so you fights. most of the time. The either the night of or the following night, I watched the whole thing and I haven't watched this yet because like you guys are talking about fights and like I spent most of that evening writing like checks. I was writing checks <laughs> and, yeah. and figuring stuff out. So like there are like I'm not I wasn't able to like I all I want to do on fight night is, is watch, watch it. Yeah, for sure. And and I was not able to do that. That's how it felt at like, Sprawl. Like I, I and, asked so many. Me people, and Hunter just sit down and we just watch the fights. We don't do anything else. No, no, no. I'm not saying that. I'm saying like most of the time we don't like. Yeah, yeah. We I can definitely say that for myself too. Like I miss a lot the night of. I'm not watching the fights really. I, once in a while, I love to. Yeah, I actually this. Last I didn't one, see the. I didn't see much of Sprawl. Like, yeah, same sprawl. I, I, I was going backstage. I'm watching. I'm going up and back and forth, yeah. but I'm missing stuff. Yeah, I was going backstage at sprawl, and I remember Nico and Hunter Gerber like, "How'd it go, guys?" Like, I don't know who to congratulate. I didn't Dude, see it. I was I'm literally sorry. watching the door until that bout. Yeah, that's and crazy. and I came in right at the end yeah. and saw him get his hand raised and was like, "Awesome!" Yeah, like, I was checking people in. But that is the good thing about 247 Live, available now on Roku, Apple TV, and iOS. You can go rewatch the fights. And coming very soon <laughs> to Amazon or something. Amazon Fire TV and Android. Correct. Wouldn't it be nice if we were on Amazon Prime? Yeah, we're not. That would be pretty cool. We're not at all. Goals. <laughs> um, okay, here's the other thing is... Um, Fight of the night, real quick before we get off that. For me at Brawl, was I wasn't going to say anything right now. No, nah, dude, you can't. Well, I didn't want to lose that train of thought because okay. we were about to. They had a train of thought, and you said that you didn't really watch the fights yet. So I assume you don't have a pick for fight of the night. I mean, I can't educatedly. Right. I can say fights that I did see that I thought were awesome, but yeah. Go ahead, say no, one of those. I'm, I'm, I want to listen to you guys. I'm going with. Kevin Hendricks and Dan Walters. For me, insane barn burner. We know Dan Walters always brings the heat. That's never up for debate. And we knew Kevin Hendricks coming in with three knockouts under 20 seconds that he was going to be slinging just bombs from the beginning. And he for sure clipped Dan a few times in that super dangerous fighter. Mm -hmm. Dan weathered the storm, wore him down, got the choke in the second round. That was ridiculously good performance by Dan. And also Dan calling for a title shot in the post-fight speech. I'm not saying he's going to get it, but I am saying, fighters, when you get the mic, make the most of your opportunities. Say what you want. It makes our lives easier. David Krause calling out James Padmore makes our lives a lot easier. We like when you when guys say... we know what say, you want, we, we will work we'll try to get to, that. If it makes sense for everyone, like we'll try to make that happen. Yeah, for sure. So Just that, because you say someone's name doesn't mean you're like, oh, kill that guy. It means like... I think that'd be a good fight. And it would be. And, yeah. and if you do say you're going to kill someone, that might be even better. <laughs> then, you have to, then you have to do it. So, yeah. That, for me, that was probably the fight of the night. I mean, I don't know about fight of the night, but I'm going to, like, just huge shout out to Hootley. Yeah. Like, yeah. the environment in that place 
when you go, when you hustle and you sell a bunch of tickets and you create a environment for your bout the way he did, I looked at Trapper Harris and thought, man, he like that sucks for him because this like this crowd is on fire for hoot and that's got to give you energy and that's got to give you motivation. That's the atmosphere that he created. That was the seventh fight of the night. And until that moment, there was nothing like that atmosphere in there. And it set the tone for the rest of the show. Huge shout out, like great job. Keep up the good work. Also makes our job a little easier because there's a reason that fight was after intermission. <laughs> we knew we needed one get get the crowd back going. Exactly, this is, the one. this is the one. That that's why he was placed there. Yep. So yeah, shout out that, that whole bit B eighteen card was nuts. I love like I we've talked a lot about it already. Um, other standout performance. What what did you want to say before I pivoted back to fight of the night? Do you remember? Ryan? No, Sweet. that's why I had to say out, things worked out perfectly because I'm dumb. Mateo Garner, we've got to talk about Mateo a little bit. I feel like got promoted to the co-main event on fight night or fight week rather. And I think very well deserved. This was for me, it was the only silver lining in the when we lost Pat in the week of and then it looked like we were going to lose Ethan as well. The only thing keeping me from totally losing my mind was like Mateo is going to have a really good crowd there too. Like if that if that's our main event, it's still a really good pro main event. So I'm so thankful we had the depth on that card to weather two blows like that. Because Mateo had a giant crowd there. I'm sure you guys heard mm-hmm. noticed. Like he brought he brought him out. So shout out Mateo for selling tickets, caring, putting on a show like we just talked about. Who and then Frankie Festa for being super game because oh my what, gosh, if there's ever been a time I've seen that like. 90% of human beings would just say, like, okay, yeah. I, I'm out of here. Frankie's tough, dude. dude. He, mm-hmm. he would not He would stop. not give up. He yeah. would not. He had. Yeah. He could have turned over, for taken sure. the. Ch- like, for sure. Tap. Boom. So many times. Like, so many times. And he Kept was. reversing. Was tough. He would get. He would. He would sweep. He yep. would get on top. You know. And and Mateo's credit. Like, Mateo didn't let. I, I know there was a point at least. It appeared to me that Mateo got swept and was exhausted. Mm-hmm. He looked real like deflated, but he didn't let that deter him. He, he got the sweep and, yep. and and got back on top. Big shout out to the, to that. I mean, I I love effort. Yes, I love like I love seeing Frankie Festa not Frankie Festa not get subbed in in, in like stick through yeah, it and, for sure and, and, and all fight, that fight. shows what your character is the most like ryan touched on it the most important part of that to me is not just like he wasn't just hanging in there he was actively trying to win the entire time too he yes. wasn't like oh you're just not gonna finish me he was like no no no, i'm trying to finish you the whole time yeah. there's some backstory there to that fight also yeah was there actually some kind having of... it go off and happen well well and we can get to that another time because we've been at it for yeah. two hours but um was there a was there beef with those two or something? Someone asked me during the I didn't show, know if there like, do those two have beef? And I, I was think like, there I was think. something. Interesting. Was there something on social or something? Oh, like, the I, stare. Maybe the stare down. The way in stare down was like really, really intense. No, really intense. Okay. It was so, like the first time that I was like, I might, like, something might happen. Yeah, I yeah. always, I always yeah. worry about you because I think you're too nonchalant, and those guys are ready to tear each other's head off. Yeah. And, 
Uh, you I know, most uh, people are. I can read people pretty well. Like when I when but there's if a you're chance, like, yeah, yeah. Like they should start fighting in the cage. And just before the fight started, Frankie walked over towards Mateo's corner, and you know, went to give him a fist bump. Like, okay, let's go. Mateo held it. back, and Frankie, like, looked at him like, okay, man, this is just like for sportsmanship. You want to be like that? Mm-hmm. Gave him hmm. that look and. On fight night itself, I don't have a problem with that. When it's time to fist fight, I'm cool with that. Be cool like before and after the fight for sure, but when you're in that cage and it's go time, yeah, you don't, I don't have even, to touch gloves. I don't even know if I care about before. I think after, I think I I think best is to be classy. Yeah. Like the, the yeah, for sure. beef is over, at least for now. Like let's if we want to re-beef it, let's re-beef it. But, re-beef. Well, Sounds yeah, awesome. I mean, it's true. Does Strip District Meats sell that? They do a re-beef, <laughs> yeah. Um, just scanning through this, things we haven't talked about that I would like to. Glenn Christner and Caprice Hall oh. went to a went to a draw last time. Um, it was actually if it wasn't a if there wasn't a point deduction, it was Caprice it was Caprice's yeah. Caprice's fight. Glenn Christner came back and was phenomenal and it wasn't like glenn christner a lot of times is rock'em sock'em like he's gonna swing and Mm -hmm. like you're gonna swing and that's gonna what be what happens but he took his back took control took got the rear net like it was very impressive impressive that that choke had to be super tight because that was a that was a fast tap glenn's a very very strong guy i'm sure having him around your neck while we're talking about mvrs guys getting rear naked chokes the highlight of the night by far to me Noah Gaudiello gets Ron Peters back, sinks in the choke, and starts smiling at his friend's cage side while he's choking Ron. Dude, that was that was savage. The pictures that we got from that from Bermudo and Paul Luke, who by See, the way, I haven't shot even up. looked at the pictures. Dude, yet. to it's, Ron's it's credit, though, good. he he did he say fought. he might have the comment of oh, yeah. the event, and he said, "Has anyone ever looked so good?" getting choked out <laughs> yeah i appreciate having a little fun with it that was one of those quick you know noah got his back choked it just happened but you know you guys got to find the pictures of that the the funny thing is everyone thinks like this this stuff is is fun and easy and like there are a lot of fun moments and we try to have fun with it but Jim and I had the opportunity to have someone get a peek into like what really happens behind the scenes and I remember, so on Sunday, we were tearing down and moving cages into storage units and doing mm-hmm. all that stuff, and, and it's, it's brutal work. And we had a, a, a young Indio fighter um, with us to help nice. unload. And I said to him, and, and he was working hard, and it was, it was hard. And I was like, it ain't all that fun, is it? Like, this is hard. It's hard work. And and everyone sees the, thinks it's glitz and glamour. But most of what you see us guys do and Danny, most of it is not fun. It's not Mm -hmm. easy. It's not, this is like, it's tough. Yeah. And that's why I know like people want, people like drama. People want us to beef with made men or stout fights or bizarre. And like, I'm not, I'm not going to do it. I have, I respect those guys. Like when you have shows, I'm going to try my best to be there. Like stout fights, November 11th, I'm going to be there. 
I support you guys because being on this end, I'm not talking smack on anybody else trying to do this because I feel crazy sometimes for trying to do like why? Like you said, every show, Ryan, I always think, why would I ever do this again? Now, I don't necessarily feel that like I don't take it that far, but there is a point every show where I'm like, what in the hell am I doing with my life? Like, why did I choose this? <laughs> yeah. So I've said this a few times. It shows you. Um, a couple times in oh, jest, no. joking around. <laughs> Other times, sort of serious. But I'd love if we could somehow do, like, bring somebody in for an hour or two, and they could be promoter for a day, matchmaker mm -hmm. for a day, and let them see what it really takes to to just do a, a small portion just of one, the show. Just, just putting together... <laughs> If we could have someone with us to just put together one female bout mm -hmm. and the <laughs> amount of mm -hmm. hours yeah. and especially in Pennsylvania, I having a now. female bout in Pennsylvania might be the single hardest thing to do on the face of the planet it is so hard crazy it's and, crazy. and 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 it's frustrating because a lot of times we will see like one of the fighters here that want to get a fight here in pittsburgh they'll take a fight elsewhere and we know like that that fight wouldn't be approved right. here like there's right. so many more uh, like fights that can get approved elsewhere that pennsylvania sure. won't approve so it's very it's very difficult it's that's one of the most difficult things. And guess what? We could. I was taking a look. I'm looking at what Jim's doing. We could have like three on this sprawl and brawl shoo mm -hmm. weekend. Three it female could MMA have three. fights. I think we had three once, but we haven't. We haven't had one in a while. Who was our last female? Cheyenne. Cheyenne and Carly Joe, I think, was on that same card. Yeah. Well, that was last last Bippy twelve. That was Bippy twelve. That was a long know, time ago. Then. Dang. Yeah. That's pretty crazy, actually. That feels like a lifetime ago. It was like a year ago. <laughs> it feels so long ago. Yeah. But guys, we promised that we would address controversy on this episode, and I think we thoroughly did that. Um, we promised we would talk about good stuff this episode. I think we did that. I think it's about time to wrap this baby up. Wrap it up. Thank you, guys. This was probably, I mean, without looking at the numbers, this was definitely one of our best attended podcasts ever. Live. Live and yeah. Comments and everything. So we appreciate you guys tuning in and caring. That keep, means a lot. Keep giving us, our, uh, us your feedback. If you are if you compete on Sprawl um, or want to compete in Sprawl, in Sprawl or even, like, you know, train jujitsu, and you have ideas or you think you can – you know, you want to give some input. Like we're we're all ears. We yeah. we want we want that input. We want um, you to help us to make the most well rounded, most well respected rule set and events we could possibly have. For sure. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, December fifteenth and sixteenth, we gave you a glimpse of what we're working on there. Stay tuned for more on that. Jimothy is very hard at work. Ryan's very hard at work. I and Danny Palm very hard at work. And one other get thing, this done. if you need chiropractic care, care where should you go? The rehab. What? Why do you even at? There's one place to go. One rehab place. Center. The rehab center with multiple locations. <laughs> it's yeah, technically more at, than one place. Any one of those places. Yeah. Of that one place. Isaac and his crew, man, they're not only amazing. Isaac's not only amazing for MMA and for the combat sports wrestling community and everything, but. His chiropractic care is also top-notch. 
everything Isaac does in his life, he does it at an incredibly high level. So it should surprise nobody that the rehab center is amazing, and they are, and they've supported us from day one, continue to support us in Sprawl and Brawl both. They're the best, man. I think truly. he has a black belt in chiropractory. I think so. Pretty sure. I think so. I saw it on his mantle. I think it's chiroctopri. 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 Yeah. Um, and also, if someone needs a roof, where are they going? Uh, I, I, I don't know any other roofing companies. I was trying yeah. to like think of one. Sorry. 247 Roofing, obviously, the right way, the first time. All right. Thanks. <laughs> uh, I, I, I interrupted you from signing off, so That's go ahead cool. and sign off. Peace. Peace. Out. Okay.